cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow, this that sound These oaks don't work hard like me, I hope they know by now Bam, bam, stand my ground Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tow I make sure you stay around, quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed, me positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show on a Monday. Um, I'm not alone in here. Um, although in real life, I might be alone. You know, this might be a cover up saying I'm not alone, but actually, I am alone. Anybody who's not alone doesn't have to tell you that they're not alone. So, here we go. I'm having an existential crisis. I mean, I was having a good morning. It's a crisis. Shout out to everyone in South Africa who knows what that means. I'm having a crisis. A man from the Republic of South Africa, uh, a man who gets people in shape mentally, physically, himself, by the way, also in great shape. Handsome guy, great guy, is with me, Brad Phillips. What's hey, boy. What's going on? It's good. Listen, it's a good time to be alive, but I just realized, I don't know if you saw me have a breakdown there about being lonely alone. Yeah, right. I was waiting for you to give yourself a hug. It's tough. It's COVID times and you're 1.5 meters away from me. So I've got to help a brother out. <laughs> What's news, bro? Oh, fruit. Just busy, man. Yeah? Yeah, just busy. Yeah, your day starts early as well. Yeah. Every day you are... What time do you get to work? Like you a lot of... work at, at five. You're at five? Hmm. What time's your first client? Usually quarter past five. Quarter past five. My gosh. And then, I mean, people who don't know this, you are just cooking... From five till six? Uh, I finish around seven, half past seven. Seven, half past seven. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mm. That is hilarious. But cooking, cooking, you there's being an entrepreneur and, and doing your own thing and, you know, you got to take care of from A to Z, right? Well, this is it, right? Yeah. Otherwise you're screwed. Yeah. No, it's, 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 it's not cool when there's a ceiling. Yeah. I'm just you. trying to create spaces where there aren't any. Dude, you're, I mean, a man you're in business with did something epic we'll try and get him on the show if not later this week definitely mm. next week let's just start there Devin Miller 100k what a champ listen I've done Skyrun so that's not a joke of a race like there's some stuff which you know and there's different types of races and I mean listen it's marketed as arguably the hardest race in South Africa I think difficult comes in different you, you know but it's wild it's definitely in terms of the 100k's it's the wildest most adventurous. So I know the guys who run it and they mm. come from an adventurous background. So it's not these yuppie kind of these new 100Ks where it's basically the American style where every 15 kilometers there's a water table and yep. this is, this ain't that. And for him to go and run, uh, what he did, 17.53, I think. I think that is the time, yeah. 17 hours 53. It's just out of this world with a hair fracture in his leg. Yeah. Hairline fracture in his shin, left shin. Uh, he had shin splints on the right just before that. Yeah. Um, he ended up compensating, pushed it to the left, just overdid it for a little bit. Yeah. And then he hadn't managed to run for the last nearly two months. Yeah. Because of it, um, focused on different means of trying to get his cardiovascular effect up. But his whole ability to run that race is just purely down to his grit quotient in that head of his. Yeah. I ability mean the- to fight. Those guys are soldiers. He comes from a rowing background. They're, they're different. They're, yeah. they're, you, you, you become a different animal to have gone through the, that process to get to the level in rowing that he did. Mm. Like, I urge anybody who wants to get tough. I mean, Marines, if you can get near one, but if you want to get mentally tough by sort of societal middle class standards and you want to yeah. just keep learning how to re- refresh, get around those guys. Yeah. 
different. They're all a, a little cooked. <laughs> <laughs> when we had, had John Smith came past last week. He, I think, I think he's in two or three Olympics. Yeah. Right? Um, because we've got challenges going on this month until December, right? That's at Gold's Gym at in Gold's Morningside, by yeah. the way. Gold's Gym Santon. You, you can look that up yeah. if you want to come join some legends. Some legends, indeed. yeah. Um, so we had challenges going on. The first set of challenges was the rowing challenges. Yeah. Um, crazy. He obviously blew it out the water. Yeah. Um, there was another cardio uh, challenge last week. Also pumped it beyond measure. I think he finished second. Yeah. It's just different, man. Guys, they're, they're so comfortable to go until they nearly blackout. James, uh, I'm sure that reminds you of yourself, really, being willing to go to the edge. It's almost like it's almost like you're an Olympic rower. Yeah, you know I'm saying. I I know nowhere near being an Olympic rower. Not so. You're suggesting you might complain here and there. Uh, I mean, doesn't everyone know that about me, though? Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to put you down. I I thought maybe. You're as tough as uh, Olympic rowers. Uh, sounds sounds like you're not. I cry myself to sleep. How's it going with your, what did you say, your own vibes in terms of the exercise thing? Obviously, you're on your route to a half marathon. I haven't really, I haven't spoken to you in any personal capacity. I thought I might ask you today, how's it going? Are you training like an animal harder than you were with Brad? Um, it's actually going well. Like, well, take I'm, me into it. What, what does that mean? I'm not up at four in the morning anymore. Yeah. Um, because I personally believe it's actually just a ridiculous time to be awake. Sure. Um, so I'm now up, uh, between quarter past and upper five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do my thing. Go Which is what? No, so, no, no. Do so my things. I was about to go into what it was. So, so some mornings it's, uh, it's a run. Other mornings it's just a bunch of, um, exercises and stretching things that Brad, um, and I went through at the gym. Um, how really, far are you running? Really good, actually. Hey? How far are you running? Where are you running? Where um, are you running from? So at the moment, it's it's just inside uh, my complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went this weekend uh, to have a look. Yesterday afternoon, I went to have a look um, at some places that I could run in the area because I wanted like a change of um, scenery while I run. Got you. That's important, apparently. I don't know. I didn't know that either. Um, so yeah, I, I went to go have a look around, uh, sort of four ways area ish. Okay. Um, where I could go and I found a couple of nice places like parks and stuff. So what are we thinking? I mean, we, we so you haven't measured it. I mean, you know, you can measure just because you're inside your complex doesn't mean you can't get on Strava. Yeah, I'm saying, my man. No, it's not. It's wait, hang on. It, it's not the, I'm not having a problem measuring how far I'm running. Oh, so how far are you running? It's just like I just wanted a change of scenery. No, no, okay. How far are you running? Um, I'm not super focused on uh, distance at the moment. I'm more focused on time. Okay. Um, and trying to work through some of the sort of exercises that Brad taught me with like the uh, not sprint intervals. Yes, sprint intervals, if that makes sense. So different paces and then you have a, you slow down and then that, that thing. Sounds no, very cool. vague, this guy. I'm going to go that way. Um, yeah, that's just kind of the stuff I've been trying to keep up with. Um, I'm still struggling with, uh, my lower calves spread. Hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds, sounds all right. It's, it's okay. It's okay. I'm actually like really enjoying it. Like I, I feel good when I'm finished and yeah. So how many times are we exercising a week now? I've got to get to the bottom of this, you know? Um, so 
at the moment set in stone it's still the same three days but i said to myself this week that i wanted to try and at least do uh four days oh that's gonna be tough so four days exercising four days yeah. in a week yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm looking forward to that feedback you're looking forward for yeah four ways four ways feedback forward no you... four no no the number four it works i'm looking forward yes i know i got that this was fun. We should do it again. Yeah, no, yeah. we should. All yeah. right, that's yeah. James. All right, Jimbo. Uh, listen, we are a sports show. Um, in a little bit, I'll tell you where I was right, where I was wrong, and of course, Man United fans all over the world, either heartbroken because they don't know what to do. Is Oli still a legend or not? They don't know how to settle that. I'll tell you why I think shouldn't have fired him now. If you're going to fire him, you. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you my thoughts on that. It's a. It's a whole situation. Watford. That's tough. Listen, I said on Friday, it's a big game. It's a big game, and I'd be disappointed for Watford if they didn't win. People thought I was joking. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of F1. Uh, the boys, uh, wow, last night, F1 night race. Incredible. Qatar, all the money in the world. The MKT show, uh, all of that, and plenty more coming up on the other side. I'm back on carbs. I had a sandwich for breakfast for the first time in about three years. And how'd you feel? I'm not sure. I mean, breakfast was just now, you know? Mm. It was, um, I'll see. But I, I did send you a message before I flew off. I think, was it on Saturday or Friday? But I flew yes. off. I was in Cape Town this weekend. And for the first time in a while, I'm feeling human again. Because I've been, <laughs> I don't know what was going on with me. I was struggling. Yeah, same. Bro. thought I was pregnant. Maybe. I was retaining water in my feet and I thought, oh no. What did you do about that? Oh, I just stopped being pregnant. Did you close hanger? No, 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 I just stopped. Being pregnant, it's a state of mind. Sure. If ladies just decided three months into it, I don't want to be pregnant anymore. You can still have the baby inside, but you won't have any other symptoms. As you can tell, I'm a doctor. Sure, fair. Yeah, it's a decision. Pregnant, not pregnant. It's like a light switch, on, off, you know? I wish it was that easy. Eh? Yeah. Must be tough being pregnant, eh? Oof, nine months. Nine months of this thing sapping every little piece of energy that yeah. you've got. Making you chunky. Yeah. Screwing with your mood a little bit. Oof, must be hard. That is tough. I, I, and I, don't, I already don't trust babies, but now you've just pointed out they're just like... They're parasites. That's what they are. That's what babies are. I, and I don't trust babies. I, I said it this morning on Gareth Cliff's show. I don't trust babies. I know what babies, because for those people who don't know, babies' eyes never grow. So you're born with your eyes the size they'll be your whole life. So in their tiny little heads, they have these massive eyes. And everyone gets tranced. Oh, so cute. Babies know what's going on. I don't trust babies. And they freeload us. They're so completely self-centered. So those are babies. Brad, um, what did you get up to this weekend? You obviously, you you train some of the craziest people in this country in terms Mm. of, and you're in the same environment with some of the craziest people, uh, Jim, this, this weekend, cooking. Yeah, uh, well, the 94.7 was yesterday, uh, so yes. it wasn't as busy as what it sh- well, should have been. ride Joburg, because I do oh. have to say, at this stage, I do work with the guys who own 94.7. Oh, so it's called. And they are intent, it's the 94.7 ride Joburg. They, they're very intent on that. And, and the, the big dog does watch this show. So okay. he, he said, I must always correct people. Ride. 94.7 ride Joburg. Okay, well, yeah, people need to know that. It's all about branding. It's yeah, all about branding. But I didn't know that, and that's part of their brand. Every day's a school day, you know? 
Mm. Yeah, so... Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 94.7, did that affect, uh, affect uh, attendance? Yeah, also the weather wasn't the best, but I mean, Saturday was cooking. Yeah. Jim, it's such a good vibe around it. And again, these little challenges also, it's, it gives people an excuse to pitch up. Yeah. Every week's a new challenge, new goal to hit. So, I mean, that. other than yesterday, great weekend. <laughs> we'll get to yesterday. But now, tell me this. The, um, the challenge we have now is the rowing one, hey? Or, or no, no, no. So right now, there's, it's almost like CrossFit style. Uh-huh. So the strength element is an overhead press, uh-huh. which I do think people are going to get hurt with. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess I have to make sure I keep a few slots open for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the functional or fitness element is it's a short two to three minute like CrossFit style workout. Yeah. Four different elements that you have to bash out in as quick of a time as you can. James, are you going to do that, that challenge, uh, like a CrossFit vibe where you've got to push yourself to the death? Because obviously, with your new training regime on your own vibe, you probably, you're probably ready, I'd say. Um, so, I think this is a good time to bring this up. <laughs> what, the, the fact that you're, go- you're in? Um, no. Oh. So. Yes. Um, I, is this breaking news? Yes. Uh, I don't know if I like this. Da, 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 da. Breaking news. Breaking news. 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 Go ahead. No, you're supposed to go eyewitness news. No. That, oh, what are you talking about? That's no. already someone else's. Br- that's on. That's on already. Eyewitness news already exists. Why would I steal that? It's crazy. The, the concept of a football show exists already. Why would you steal that? No, but well, what do I say? Welcome to Scott. Well, uh, okay. Well, let's do it. Uh, since you, since your thing makes sense to you. Right, give me the camera. Let me t- let me let me let me introduce the show. Hello, this is Sky News, and on Sky News we do football news about clubs like Manchester United. I don't say that, James, because this isn't Sky News. So, eyewitness news is or- that already exists. What would that look like if I said eyewitness news? People are like, hey, that's not Bruce Whitfield. That's what people would say. They go, oh no, wait, seven oh two. No, that guy's a thief. I, I do I do have a lot of fun sitting back here and winding you up. It is it is a good when Sensor's not here, I have to wind you up. Sure. Eyewitness news. So All right. Anyway, so breaking news. Um and I have uh told Brad about this. Let's hear it. Nerve wracking this. Um <clears throat> so I have decided There you go. When did you decide? Hold on. No, details are important. You can't just decide. When did you decide? How long did it take you um, to decide? my last week of training with no, I was still in the middle of my last week of training with Brad, actually. So about a month ago, okay? Mm-hmm. Give or take, three weeks a month ago. No, it wasn't that long ago that I worked out with Brad. <laughs> it wasn't, it's been like two weeks. Okay, cool. That's anyway, it doesn't say, matter. Yeah. Drop the bomb, James. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so I've decided and I've had conversations with Brad. Yes. Um, as well as other people. Mm. Um, the half marathon mm. in January yes um, yeah you're not doing it but no 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 I no, knew it though no, I, ah, a, I knew it no 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 it. I knew it no but there's a reason behind no no I already knew you wouldn't no but I'm not shocked Do, did you think I'd be shocked no yeah no, I'm not but, shocked but there's a reason behind it okay a reason or excuse you must be careful they're not the same thing no no there's genuinely a reason cool let's hear it so I have put a lot of thought into it mm-hmm um, as, as 
I have done with many things over the last <laughs> well, month and a bit. Uh, questionable. Um, okay. And... Oh, by the way, I must tell you, Gareth Cliff said on the show, this is Gareth Cliff over here, for people who don't know him, divisive figure, but brilliant uh, man, brilliant man. He said, I, I, I bully you on the show. He gets a lot of messages about me bullying you on the show, just so you know. And then I said, well, if James wants to hang around, uh, winning's, in a, 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 you know, winning's a brutal business. I don't want any losers around me and no fatties in the squad. So, you know, if people think I'm bullying you, don't expect it to stop now, basically is what I'm saying. Right, go ahead. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, the, the reason behind it is because, so, so running, mm-hmm. um, and, and long distance running is mm-hmm. not really a life goal or a bucket list thing for me. Like this whole workout journey for me has been about getting into shape and living my best life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and being able to live my best life when I'm in the shape I aim to be in. Mm. Okay, um, and I do understand that it is about setting uh, future. Uh, is, can you call them targets so that you can ensure that you remain on track? If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the moment, I am genuinely just trying to find out like what I want to do in the sort of exercise space how are you gonna know what you want to do who like who's gonna hold you accountable what happens when you get uncomfortable like in your in your life when you get uncomfortable generally how does it go for you like uh, that you've observed i'm um, like how do you think it's gonna go when you get a little bit uncomfortable with something can can you give me an example so let's just say like you said earlier i want to train four times a week right let's say you only train twice a week because it's a little bit cold in the morning or ah, overslept like is anybody going to say anything to you or is it just, just you like, oh man, that's tough. Kind um, of thing. No, Do you know what I mean? No, nobody, uh, or, or, I mean, people might ask me about it. Like certain people in my life might ask me about it, but also one of the main reasons for me doing this whole health thing by myself now yes. is, is doing it for myself. So if I'm a secession, then that's on me and I'm just disappointing myself. Yeah. Um, it's it's not a a whole hey james let's do feedback oh you missed the session you suck not <laughs> that that's how it went i'm just saying um and and i think like a lot of it's going to be through trial and error um i i want to try i actually really enjoyed the watt bike thing uh-huh um so i want to try and get involved a little bit more on that side maybe mm-hmm. um i used to swim quite a bit so that was fun so maybe get back into so what are we thinking here i mean how do you measure that you're getting better you like what's the what's the plan because it doesn't sound like you have a plan really it's more Um, vibes at the moment so i i do have it's always vibes what do you mean yeah what's Um, because i'll tell you what my greatest fear for people is right and it's good that you have these intentions but i've got to have a heart to heart with you james exercise is hard and i'm an animal and it's hard for me I'm t- like, I'm telling you, I'm an animal. I'm happy to say this. Anyone can come at me. I'm an animal and it's hard for me. It's hard. And I'm very disciplined. What happens when you don't feel like it is what I'm saying. And you haven't been able to answer that. Because that's the problem, right? Is that like, I'm, and by the way, all good. You're going to do what you're going to do. I'm just saying, you, you know what happens is 
if you do get in a cycle of, let's say you do six weeks, right? And you, you might say, my goals are, I want to exercise four times a week. And then every week you do two, two days here, three days here. You know what I mean? Like you don't kind of hit your numbers. Is It's really, really tough when you set targets. Because four days a week, I want to tell you, is extremely ambitious. But okay, it's not my place since you're doing your own thing now. But I might as well give you principled feedback from my own journey. Is that the problem with when you set goals, right, and you don't achieve them, you actually knock yourself back because you don't know you don't have anybody managing you in terms of and I would presume and you can correct me here you don't really know how to set exercise goals yet right because you've never done it before unless unless I'm wrong have you have you set exercise goals before uh what before this whole yeah um no because I've never had to worry about yeah yeah that yeah. kind of stuff see getting into proper routines the part of it is managing your human side because everybody, not just you, everybody seeks comfort. And what happens when the enthusiasm, because when, when Brad was there and I was on your case, it doesn't matter how enthusiastic you are, you better pitch up. Now, what happens in three weeks time when the enthusiasm kind of runs out? Because it becomes hard work, actually. It stops being about vibes and I want to get in shape for the rest of my life. Now you've got to say, missing one session, no good. How does that affect your self-confidence? I don't know how that's going to go for you. Surely, are you thinking maybe of putting some places, uh, some things in place to manage yourself? Because we all need to manage ourselves. The, the principles are not about managing the world. It's about managing yourself. What are you putting in place for that? Because I don't want you losing confidence. The biggest thing with discipline is confidence. You have, to, you have to instill confidence within yourself so that you know you can rely on yourself. And I'm a little bit scared for you that the vibes thing I'm hearing, James, I just know how it goes here. You're going to have to tell some people to, to hold you accountable. And it doesn't have to be me, but I would just for your, I know I sound crazy to you, all right? For your own sake, get two or three people to hold you accountable. Otherwise, I'm telling you, James, I'm telling you guaranteed. And we have an exercise expert here who sees every kind of person from elite athlete to a man on the street like you and me. I'm telling you in three to four weeks time, it's going to knock your confidence when it's a little bit cold at five in the morning, you have a bad day at work and you go home. Oh, I'm just, I don't feel like it. Because that's where we all go, is comfort. Or you, you, for your own sake, think of some people that can hold you accountable who you will listen to in your personal life, right? Because you have to do it your own way is what you're saying. I would start there before I even start saying, I want to exercise four times a week. And it, it has to be people you'll listen to, James. I don't mean your best mate who's just like, oh, bro, at least you tried. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm just giving you some advice from somebody who's walked a journey for nine years uh, back to back to exercise, you know, and health. So um, before I explain to you what measures I have put in place, yes. I just want to bring this comment up on the screen. Oh, uh, let's hear it. Okay, this is my younger brother. Okay. I just... Uh, Jordan Rickson, uh, shout out Jordan now. Jordan, I do understand that you are... In a bit of a situation, I'm not sure if we if we can talk about it, James. Uh, there were flowers purchased by your mom on the way home for a very specific reason, and we don't know how that went. Um, so, Jordan, if you can DM me on social media, I would like to find out directly from you how that whole situation played out. <laughs> I won't say too much, but boy, oh boy, if that didn't go well, Jordan, uh, we need to have a chat. Um, Jordan Rickson says, why run a half marathon? Just run the full one. Come on, James. Now, okay. Yeah, but okay. James, your thoughts on your little brother saying something like that? 
yeah, that's tough because he's, he's, he's well younger than you. And he's like, yeah, just get into it. Don't be soft. It's kind of what he's saying. But okay, James, you're going to do it your own way? I am. And I've, and I've, and I've, um, so I've spoken to my mom about it, uh-huh. whose uh, opinions and uh, thoughts I definitely take in very high regard. Um, and she's aware of, of where I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's also the thing. I, like, I believe if... Well, what did she say? I want to know what your mom said. Oh, what did she say? About- yeah, what did you say to her? I'm going to do it my own way. Well, no, I just told her that I, I wanted to, to do this for myself and for like the same stuff I said to you guys just now. Like, <laughs> I wanted to be like, like, like James. I don't want to have to... Robin Badger in the comments has said a brilliant reply, which you should have given, James, was who holds you accountable? Only God will know. And that's pretty tough. I mean, God's email inbox and phone line is constantly buzzing, by the way. But for about, what, 3 billion people between South America and Africa, super into God and emailing him through prayer every day, it's going to be tough for you to get to the top of the inbox every day. So, okay, your measures quickly, uh, James, before I bring it back to Brad. Uh, that you've got in place for yourself to manage yourself. Um, so Obviously, God will manage you, but that may take a bit of time to get the feedback. What are we doing in the third dimension human world where we are just flesh and bullets can't kill us? It's so dark. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've spoken to my mom, and, yes. I, and I believe that like, if, if she's invested in it, uh-huh. um, that'll sort of... It, it's, it's a big factor for me to not... Uh, to to not have that mindset of it's five o'clock in the morning and it's a bit cold today, so I'm going to give it a skip. Okay, right? Because then it's I'm disappointing my mom, and that's not something I want to do. Because I'm a mommy's boy. Um, <laughs> so that's one of them. And <laughs> weird to say, yeah. Um, very weird. I, I have I have spoken like to a couple Freud. of other people about it. Um. And Who's other people? Like, again, it's vibes. Let me tell you something. You have to put some structures in place. James, uh, like, let me get serious with you for a second. Other people needs to be people that can come around. People who will phone you. Like, don't think I was phoning you at 4 in the 15 just so I could seem cool like a gladiator. I understand fundamentally how discipline works. And if you're comfortable, you're not getting disciplined. I'm just telling you. Your mom being in the Eastern Cape, check that out. It's not going to work. Because you know why? Your mom loves you. She'll protect you, Brad. Yeah, I was just about to say, no matter what you do, your mom's still going to be like, well, I don't care. It's my son. You tried. Yeah. For effort. Um, look, it's a tough journey, James. And I, I'd like to think I've done my part. Mm. Like, I've done my part. James is now saying... James has got the wheel. He's saying, no, thank you. I've seen what you guys have to offer. It's not for me. Mm. Which is fair. Because part of... I don't want James to be another me. Yeah. You, you know, some people get into, I, I'd like to think I'm not so into myself that I think I'm God. Like the, the last thing I'd want, I think James, great kid, great dude. I don't want James to be another me. I just know that discipline's so hard on your own. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's like, sometimes I think people see it so much on Instagram now, the lion pictures and stuff. And they just think, oh, no, no, no. It's enough to say I want to do something. Like, you, you know, I hear it a lot. And, and, and Brad, I'd love to hear your thoughts on... Maybe I'm crazy. I, like, I, I don't know. Well, you're focused and you've got goals. I think that's, that's the big thing. Setting reachable goals is 
needs to be the path or needs to be the only way to somewhat do it. Otherwise, you're you're just collecting dirty washing. Yeah. Waking up when you like, picking food off out of your teeth. Yeah. And just surviving day to day. Yeah. Otherwise, it is just a simple state of survival. And Jimbo, so what's the big plan? What are you thinking? Like health for the rest of your life, or like what are you thinking? Just out of interest. Um, full marks for vitality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a smoothie. I I did actually. Um, <laughs> I got a call from Discovery uh, asking if I'd like to sign up for Vitality, and I have been meaning to, and I did last month. Okay. So I'm a vitality person now. But what does that mean now? Now you you what? get like points discounts on food. Yeah. Yeah. So you you can like get discounts on food at Woolies, which is dope. Yeah. Um. But what what's the goal? Tell me the big goal. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do. What's the big goal? Health, wellness, six pack, uh, discipline. Like what's the big goal? Have Have you ever set goals before? Have you ever written goals down? Like, do you know that, that goal setting is a science? It can't just be, I want to do it. Like, I, I, I hate to break this news to you. Wanting to do something is not enough. It's part of it. It's a start. But just because you want to do something, it's not enough. I don't know if you... Do you understand that? Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> do you though? No, no, no. Like, I think you think you understand. Wanting to do something is not enough. I see it all the time, Jimbo. You have to, James, write it down. So let me, can I quickly give you a lesson in goal setting? Sure. Write it down first and foremost. It must be very clear. If the goal is to be able to do 100 push-ups, because it's small wins, James. You can't mm. say, I want to be healthy for the rest of my life. Bro, that's too big. That's too big. You're going to have bad days. What happens when you have a bad day? A goal like that is seems impossible. And let me tell you what happens. When you it's too cold on the one morning, you let one day, bad day turn into two bad days, three bad days. Before you know it, you're in a four or five week bad rut. Not because you're a bad person or weak. You don't have the you don't have it written down, so you have nowhere to work to. Whether it's ten sit ups, whether it's do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it has to be uncomfortable. My only concern for you, James, is that I don't know if you want to get uncomfortable, and that would worry. That should worry you. Because if you want what you've never had, you must be willing to do that which you've never done. And if you're not uncomfortable, I'm telling you now, James, I'm just, I'm telling you now for free. Take it from somebody who was a bum and a, a squalor in my twenties. If you don't have goals, what you say is completely useless to yourself. Forget about me. Forget about Brad. Doesn't matter what we want for you. Write your goals down. Bring them to Brad. Bring them to somebody who understands what goal setting is. And start small. And I promise you, James, hear me now. I want to be healthy for the rest of my life is not a goal. That's not goal setting. So what's the goal is what I'm asking before we go to a break. Um, or do you want to think about it? By the way, you don't have to give an answer. You must always remember, maybe you haven't thought about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's lots of things I don't understand about goal setting that old, my elders teach me. Brad has taught me. Do you want to give it some thought, maybe? No, I, I do have what the end goal is. I just haven't... Like, I've formulated it in my head, mm -hmm. but not... Like, nobody else knows what it is, so I haven't formulated it out loud. I know what it is, but... So you need to write it down. If you can't write it down, you don't know. I'm telling you for free. If you can't write it down, you don't know. Because it needs to be crystal clear. 
Like for you, the this thing of and I hear like I get it all the time with people. People come to me, exercise, they want advice. I say, write it down. Do you want to do five push-ups? Because then I can work with that. If the goal is to do five push-ups, you understand what the the goals are. To form habits, James, you have to. You know who everyone's biggest enemy is themselves. It's not what Brad's saying. Don't worry about what I'm saying. Because let me tell you something. You, you, you know why you shouldn't worry about what I'm saying. And it should just be about you. I'm going to be fine whether you do this or not. Your mom's going to be fine whether you do this or not. Ultimately, it's to manage you. That's what goal setting is. Are we going to be fine? I'm going to... You think I'm not going to be up at 4.15 every day anyway? You know what I'm saying, Brett? Hear you. And it's... Listen, it's tough feedback. Right? It, I mean, it might be tough for... James, it might be tough for you to hear this. And it's not because... And it's not because I don't want you to um, to succeed. I just, I think it's tough. You know what I mean, Brett? It's like, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about goal setting. I mean, we're a sports show, but this is uh, real life and it's far more important actually than anything happening anywhere else. Well, you start something because you want to achieve something. Yeah. Right? And that thing has to be a thing. Yeah. If it isn't a thing, again, you're just breathing. Shitting, yeah, drinking water and eating, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I I say this to all of my clients, whatever it is that you want to achieve, because I mean, I've got such a vast array of individuals that do come and see me, as young as four and as old as eighty-four. But just tell me what you want. Yeah, tell me where you want to go, and I'll just my objective is to slowly show you that you can get there. Yeah, where you actually doing it yourself, and like MKC said earlier. Like you said earlier, um, you need someone to hold you somewhat accountable to the things that you're trying to achieve. Not because um, you're looking for gratification from those individuals. It's just so someone can just check up on you. Yeah. It's just so you feel like someone else is caring. Yeah. And that is the case because, like you said, it is hard. And when you deal with difficult things, it is always easier to have someone hold your hand along the way. So... Yeah, Jimbo, it's tough, man. It's tough, but okay. So, so what are we thinking for the next month, James? Uh, probably just to run for longer distances. Yeah. Time. All right. Well, the cool thing is, you did say time is your measurable at the moment. Yes. Yeah. What are you sitting at now, Jim- Jimbo? Um, it's between twenty and twenty-four. Okay. Um, and I only say between those two because there are some, I mean, like, so Brad, I've told you like most times when I've run on the treadmill, mm. like I've been able to feel like I can keep going. It's just like my legs and my lower calves are just finished. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the only reason why there's like a sort of in between and not really an exact. So let's, let's call it 30 by this, by a month with less pain. Let's call it that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll update your little plan. Send that to you. Doable. There we go. That's a, I'd, I'd say that's a good starting point. And I understand why James would come to you. You're a lot nicer than me. See, I didn't know any of this information because James knows how I'd respond to it. Smart. Smart on your part as well, James. See, that's already, that's a level up because you knew you came to me. I'd be like, this guy's not serious. But you go to, J- you go to Brad. He's smarter, more grown up, much nicer person than I am, eh, Jimbo? Oh, no, we can't hear you at all. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. But that's smart. That's smart. You've, uh, you've Machiavelli'd that one. 
smart because he comes to me. He knows because you knew, you knew, you knew how it would land uh, if you came straight to me. It's tough, but that's smart. That's smart, and that's fair enough. All right, Jimbo, it's um, you, you're out there now. We've thrown, uh, we've pushed the little bird out the out the nest, or oh, you've jumped actually. I mean, I, I did want to hold your hand for a little bit longer, but you've jumped. So, James, I I wish you nothing but the best because it's awesome that you're taking it on. A lot of people are not conscious about this and. For me, I think you'll inspire um, a lot of people. Uh, let's talk about something that happened on the weekend. Oof. Now, let's get to some sport. You've got tissues in the back. <laughs> James, how did it go for you watching uh, what Watford were up to? Because uh, you were texting and you were you were on fire with that. Great, amazing, huh? it's good stuff. At, like, the, Watford missed two penalties, by the way. Well, I mean, it's one penalty, but. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still one for one. <laughs> just, it's taken them a good while to come to this moment, and now all the good content's going to be gone forever. Ollie's at, Ollie was at the wheel. I mean, he's taking his wheel with him, probably. Yeah, I, I was, we don't need it. We don't want that car. It's not a safe car. <laughs> Can't put your family in that car. So, Brad, what are we thinking here? I mean, United have gone and sacked him now. So, wait. Jimbo, give us the give us the full statement, Brad. Maybe later. Let's, let's. It's probably good to start at what Manchester United, the club itself, has said about the sacking of one of their legendary players, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Um, Jimbo, we got that. So Manchester United, right? Here is the full statement. Manchester United announces that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has left his role as manager. By the way, they did a weird video that Oli was sitting down with Manchester United. After having fired him. So very, very weird. Whether he quit or whatever, it was very weird. It was like, it was almost like, you know, I don't know if you have any cousins where your uncle is employing him or her just because they're useless in the real world. It felt like that. It felt like Oli was being housed at United because he's not good enough to be anywhere else. Very weird video. Have you seen it? to the tuck shop. No. (laughs) (laughs) So the official statement says, Oli will always be a legend at Manchester United and it is with regret that we have reached this difficult decision. While the past few weeks have been disappointing, they should not obscure all the work he has done over the past three years to rebuild the foundations for long-term success. Oli leaves with our sincerest thanks for his tireless efforts as, a ma- as manager and our very best wishes for the future. His place in the club's history will always be secure, not just for his story as a player, but as a great, ma- as a great man and a manager who gave us many great moments. He will forever be welcomed back at Old Trafford as part of the Manchester United family. Now, before I read the last part, that is already, it feels like they're protecting Oli, because they didn't do this with Mourinho or Van Gaal, who won trophies. Yeah. It's odd. It's odd. I I guess it's just to try and maintain his his stature at the club, because he did do some wonderful things as a footballer. Yes. that's, That's all it could be. That's very weird. All right, James, let's get that statement again because the end part, if you're a Manchester United fan, should be electrifying reading and listening if you're listening on the podcast, uh, the MKT show available on every platform you use. The conclusion is this. Michael Carrick will now take charge of the team for the coming games with an S. That's really important to read. Michael Carrick will now take charge of the team for the forthcoming games while the club looks to appoint an interim manager... To the end of the season. So this is weird now. Yeah. So Michael Carrick is an interim manager. So you can get an interim manager. So you can get a coach. Well, you have to go through a few side checks before you pick one. No, that's true. You do need to, hey? Mm. 
Yeah, that's... Vi- this is Manchester United, guys. The biggest club in the world, yeah. Wait, interim manager to appoint an interim, interim manager, manager to yeah. appoint a manager. You can have four managers this season. I don't know if they, they just buckled at the fact that the results had been bad and then thought, okay, well, cool, we don't want to change things too much, but we'll boot our main guy. Put in his direct uh, replacement. Yeah. To find someone else that could potentially hold the wheel for it another five months, yeah. six months. That makes no sense. Because what change are you going to create? Are you going to make top four this year? No. You so why not keep... It, it, I would say it's more likely if you'd kept Oli that you could make top four than whatever happens now. Well, if they had said to Oli, listen, we're giving you three more months and you're, you are going. We're just trying to chase our golden unicorn. Do whatever the hell you can, but nothing changes. I mean, that, that might be a little better. Yeah. Than just saying, no, sorry, we're shitting ourselves because... Obviously, you haven't pulled the result for a little while and we're scared of our fans, so we're going to boot you. That makes no sense. What's the best case scenario now? Well, now. Now we just have to deal with whatever these Muppets think they need to do. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've fallen way out of love. Or had fallen way out of love with this club for, for a long time ago. Why would Zinedine Zidane want to come to the Europa League? It makes no sense. There's no way Zidane's coming to a European But I also don't think team. you would fit. I don't think you would fit this pampered lifestyle at, at a place like this. Yeah. There's no stars anymore other than Ronaldo and his... I mean, he's getting a little old. There aren't any stars, people that you would want to watch play. Like yeah. the guys he has coached. I mean, that Galacticus team. I yeah. mean, Ronaldo at his best. Friggin' Ramos at his best. Yeah. You had Bale in the mix even though they hated each other. Yeah. But they were filled with stars, people that could turn Cruz, things on. Modric, yeah. Yeah, people that Casemiro turn, at his won apex. things that could turn things Marcelo. on. Marcelo. Yeah, These are, those are players. <laughs> Why would he come to worry about McTominay, Fred, Maguire, Lindelof? So many more. It's weird that it's weird that they they keep thinking Ollie's the problem. Like, why is nobody saying? Like Pogba is the problem, McTominay, Fred, Maguire, Lindelof. Uh, The only guy I'll I'll never blame of this era is David De Gea. Yeah, shame. He's the one guy who I can say, since even Fergie left, he was the player of the year for four years in a row or three years in a row. He was the best goalkeeper in the world for those years. It's crazy. Behind this nonsense. Yeah. In a Europa League team. Imagine what his confidence is like. Because he's still, every now and then, you see glimmers of him doing what he's always done. But he must just be a shattered human. Jeepers, creepers. Shame. Brad, it's a shame, huh? Anywho. So, Brad, I'm off this week. Um, wh- yeah, I don't, what should I be doing? I should be tapering this week. What does that even mean? I mean, I, I've been... You just need to make sure that you've got enough gas in the tank. So feed yourself. Do some nice active stretches. A little bit of rolling. A little bit of strength work. But just feed yourself. Because you've got a monster coming. And the only way you're going to be able to deal with that is with that, that head of yours. Because you've done all the hard graft going into it. So just, what, pasta and some bread, you reckon, all week? Well, chow pasta, just eat. Feed yourself. Like what stuff? Oh, what about buckwheat? Yeah. I saw some buckwheat the other day. Buckwheat. Because you recommended... Bulgur wheat. Bulgur wheat. What's yeah. better, buck or... Uh, Bulgur wheat's got a slightly higher uh, like protein quotient. Mm-hmm. Carb quotient somewhat similar. Also, all good stuff. Nice stuff to have in a salad. Do I have to cook it? Yeah. See, this is where I need a an executive assistant slash girlfriend. Good luck. Not good with the cook. Oh yeah. Well, that's gonna be tough to get in four days. Well, not really. Jimbo, you know anyone? 
Ask Ryan. He's got about 15 on his sleeve. Yeah, no, Ryan is in a situation. He is an electric guy, that guy. He is in... Now there's another wedding, possibly. He went on a date in the East. Uh, Does anyone find him? (laughs) (laughs) No, if he's okay. He went to the East, huh? Is he not in a body bag somewhere? I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but... If, if it was in Bedford View, we should call him. I mean, people haven't seen Ryan for a while. He didn't even show up to work this morning. Yeah, see, that's going to happen. You go on a date in the East. I haven't seen him all day. Bedford View. Stuff happens there. I mean, RIP Lolly Jackson. The, you know last, the last time he left, he sent you a video from Cape Town. Yeah. Has he sent you a video yet? <laughs> yeah. I, said, I was thinking about you guys while I was on the beach with my Jordans on the beach, fully kitted in long Japanese-style pants. Well, the beach he would have gone to now is Nikki Beach. Yeah. It's oh, really yeah. Clap it, Oaks. No, no. Wild waters. Uh, there's also that other... What's it called? The one in... in um, I know it's not in the east, but it's in four ways. It's... What's, um, Hooters. No, it's it's like a beach vibe also. In four ways. I've heard about it. I, I don't know the I, name. No, I don't know. I don't hang out in four ways. I'm not... I'm no, not we, don't go that side, we don't go that side of the ring road. No, no, no. I'm, I've, got, ring road. I've got disposable income now. Why would I go to four ways? Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no. Guys... Oh, I'm sorry that you don't have disposable income that you still have to hang out in four ways. It's, it's, only, it's only because he had to pay you that six grand. Oh, uh, it's tough. Ah, James. James. Tough times. I'm, never I'm eating beans and toast, dude. I don't even have money to buy Christmas presents for anyone. Well, maybe show up at a, one gym session then. Maybe learn what Uber is. Uh, how many solutions do you want? James, become a Jehovah's Witness, and then birthdays and Christmas doesn't exist. That's smart. It's a good... Uh, that's smart. That's... That uh, is... That is... I've never thought of that. That is the move. Yeah. It's like... A, it's kind of like your Uber situation. You hadn't thought of that either. So it's two <laughs> things now I know you've never thought about. Huh. Who would have thought? All right. What, what comment we got there, Jimbo? Uh, Brad, awesome. Happy. We'll be in touch. Thanks, and I hope your leg's better. But you, no, are you in for the half marathon? I'm definitely in. Okay. So it's you, me, Dean, and Paul. I've run... Four times over the last week. Amazing. Feeling golden. Like still sub 500 Ks. Feeling happy. Amazing. It's just about finishing that half marathon. Tracy Bard. So it's me. Uh, who is it? It's me, Brad, Dean, and Poi. Yeah. Four of us in the mix. Love it. Uh, Tracy Bard says, That is the worst Dear John letter ever. We're breaking up, but let's be friends. Goodness me. That's Man United. That's what Tracy's talking about. That's exactly what it feels like. It feels like, okay, you know what? I hate people who, when it's time to break up, like, these are people that are up there on backsides. And I try and tell people this all the time. There's no good way to deliver bad news. No. Just deliver the bad news. Ollie, you're terrible. You're out. Pull the band-aid off. There you have it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad, uh, we had some breaking news a little bit earlier. James Ilsley, uh, wanted to steal eyewitness news thing. I'm a big fan of Bruce Whitfield. There's no way I'm doing that. No chance. I'm not that guy. It's the MK T-shirt. Cliffcentral.com There is a comment on screen, James says. Uh, By the way, James is a big-time director now, and I shouldn't really tell you that part. I should be a professional. Um, But Ion Dandigi is saying, what a sad day um, for Man United. But, (laughs) and, said, what a sad day for Man U. And we need to uh, do the hard pains to make sure we succeed. The breakup needed uh, to be soft 
for someone like um, like Oli, that's a good point. Uh, Manchester United went through some stuff, by the way, on the weekend. Who's that? Some there was a Scottish guy who did well for Man United, so you Alex might be Ferguson. Sir Alex. Have some respect. Sorry, sorry, Sir Alex. Yeah, everyone knows Sir Alex. Do you know Sir Alex? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, for Can those I people make... who don't know, yeah. How far does your Scottish lineage go back? Uh, to the early 16th century. Early 16th century. And who is the latest person who was in the mix that's Scottish, Scottish, not like you? Oh, Scottish, Scottish, Scottish. Uh, like great-grandfather? No, that would be my, gr- that would be my great-grandfather. So, no, no, that's close. That's, mm. that's only a two-generation. Two, so, yeah, two generation, yeah. 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 So, no, you, so you're Scottish. That's, that's Scottish. I wasn't claiming any other. So, Fergie as well, also Scottish. Mm-hmm. Sir Alex, he did okay. Man United want him back now. Oh, really? He had a heart isn't attack. He, isn't he like 107? And he had a heart attack recently. Uh, he had, a, he had a, a brain tumor and a heart attack. Wow. And, and, now he's, these... and he's still a better option than the guy they've got now? Oh, no, he's gone now. They just sacked a guy called uh, from Norway called Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. They went through some stuff right. on the weekend. It was tragic. They lost to a club which yeah. paid me way too much money when I was younger as a junior, Watford. Oh, oh not, 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 not Moscow. No, that was uh, so. Moscow was after, so it was Tottenham, Watford, then oh, right. CSK so, Moscow, and I drank a lot at all three clubs. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you remember only little bits of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was good at drinking, not so good at the football. Right, right. Yeah. So, so basically, this this Norwegian had as bad a weekend as the as the All Blacks coach. Hmm. All no, Black, the All Blacks Black. coach still has his job. Ah, uh, true that. Yeah. True so that. I think Ollie's is worse. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like it's almost like marrying. I don't know who the love of your. Oh, you. I mean. For the for your own safety, because happy wife, happy life. You're with the love of your life mm-hmm. now, but let's just go to. There's a spike four dimensions away because yeah. of the multiverse theory. Mm-hmm. Who might dream of? Let's just use a generic. I always use Scarlett Johansson because it's easy. She's famous. She's beautiful. Yeah. That spike mm-hmm. is married to Scarlett Johansson, and Scarlett Johansson one day comes home and says, "Spike, Jake Gyllenhaal's already here. Your stuff's packed at the door. Get uh, out." Yeah, you don't even get an option. You, you know what I mean? You don't get to talk about it. It's yeah. just like, they get out. So that's what happened to wow. Ollie. But they, they try and, they're trying to massage it now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we didn't fire him. He chose to leave. Whereas... So they're PRing it, basically. Big time. They lost 4-1 to Watford. That are the fourth worst club in England, in uh, the Premier League. 4-1 wow. to Watford. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, okay. there's that whole thing. Yeah, and uh, right, that is right. ugly. Uh, the All Blacks did have a bad one, though. They lost sure. to France badly as yeah, well. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not so much that they lost... It's that they got 40 points put on them. It's that, record. Oh, man. Yeah, and they lost to Ireland the week before. Yeah, yeah. So the, uh, the All Blacks coach is also having a bit of a tough time. Now, he, has, is, he hasn't quite got the letter yet, but... Now, is it racist to say the following? Because I've always wondered why, when I was younger, I got along with Irish people. Mm-hmm. And as I was speaking now about the football days, I used to love drinking. Mm-hmm. So do they. Uh-huh. Is that racist to say all I, Irish I people love drinking? I think if you begin drink? any sentence with the words, is it racist to say it probably is racist. It is racist. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that Europeanist or, or no, 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 Britishist? Because I'm only talking, oh yeah. no, oh, now, now that's what I just did there is terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. Because they are not British. No, they're not. They're oh, Irish. Well, the, the ones in the north. Are. Yeah, but that's northern, uh, the northern Irish versus the Irish. I also so get the along. Irish are the Irish. Yeah. The northern Irish are British. 333, they'll tell you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Northern Ireland, a guy called Rory McIlroy ripped his shirt like Hulk Hogan because he lost in Dubai. Yeah, the Irish, Northern Irish passion. What game does he play? Stick ball. Oh, wait. Hockey. Hold on, I'll tell you what game Rory McIlroy plays. He's vacating the chair. Walk around. Wow. Rory McIlroy. Oh, golf, right. Yeah. Okay. 
Me and Rory. So, but he lost and he ripped his shirt open like... Uh, you remember when Hulkamania... Brother! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he did a Hulkamania, yeah. lost his cool, yeah. Northern Irish, very passionate. Been to Belfast? No, never, in fact. It's... Uh, it's... Um, the Northern Irish people are different people. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be ready for a prickly environment at all times. Right. But because I'm into it and I love like boxing and I'm a little bit of a, you know, one of those prickly guys. Prickly as in they've got a short fuse or they don't like foreigners? No, it's just always, I don't know if you've been to places in the world where the tension's palpable. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, it's, it's kind of like being in the middle of Johannesburg town. Right, right. You don't need anything to happen to you yeah, to know that stuff is yeah, happening yeah, yeah. to people. Yeah. I get you. I get you. That's Belfast. They're, and, and also, they're like really intense people, which I like. I, I like that because yeah, they're yeah. from a, we're going to punch you in the face. Yeah. And people have been burning us down. Plus, those, those guys, you know, they call them leprechauns down there. They uh, don't like the Republic uh, of, you know, yeah. the Catholics. Mm-hmm. They don't like them. Right. There's a whole Catholic Protestant thing. That was stopped by grannies in the end, by the way, or at least fueled towards the stoppage by a bunch of a bunch of grannies were a huge part. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Irish history. I don't know right. if you know that. No. Like a bunch of older um ladies said eventually they went to the uh what are the IRS guys? IRS uh, I I what is it? I IRA? IRA. IRA yeah, guys. IRA is very different to yeah, the IRA. No, no, no. That's yeah. uh, Revenue Services yeah, America. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, a really, really interesting part of the history was that like eventually took the mothers to go to the IRA guys and say, Take a seat. I'd imagine they said it like is that. They, oh, take a seat. Take a seat. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that. James, James you might want to subtitle that one. Yeah, James, I'm um, I'm obviously doing an Irish accent, as you can hear. You probably think I'm uh Ronan Agara, famous for playing rugby. Who were any Irish Formula One guys? Uh, there was a there was a joker called Eddie Irvine. He was <laughs> okay, so he wasn't bad. He he was he from Republic or Northern Ireland? Uh, I actually don't know. Not sure. Uh, don't, I don't know. I never really cared enough to find out. Yeah, whatever. It's just an island anyway, and it's extremely muddy and wet. But I do like Irish people across the board. Love Belfast. Lo- I, I like all of them. Mm-hmm. Republic and up north. Went on the. Uh, you've been on the Guinness tour, by the way. Now that yeah, we're talking about Irish, because I haven't been to Ireland. So how, what? I've never been to Ireland. Uh, Scottish thing. Do you no, get nervous? Not, it just uh, never was in my itineraries. Uh, Dublin's fun. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it's a cool holiday, and even if you, it's like fun. As a couple or single, right? Like it's just a cool place, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and they got a good vibe. The people, uh, the Irish in uh, Dublin have a have a good vibe. Uh, Lindo Gutierrez says, "Haven't caught up in a while. Uh, any anyway, it's good to be back." All right, uh, Lindo, welcome back, uh, and let's get straight into uh, events. Spike yesterday, Qatar. I mean, is is this drama not like this is awesome? Yeah, because um, now Lewis Sao Paulo, boom, boom. Now we got two more races. Yeah. Yes, man. I, I, I'm all about it. He's come back in the best way at like the best possible time. Yeah. And I, I'm really... I do want Max to be world champion, but I'm really hoping they go into that last race points tied because it's a it's a possibility. It's a it's a almost a reality that you know they will go there on the on identical points. So what has to happen? Lewis wins the, uh, wins in. So if if Lewis wins with fastest lap in Saudi, yeah, points are tied. And, oh, well, this is presuming Verstappen comes second. Yeah, if, if Max finishes second, yeah. And then they go, uh, then there then they're are points tied into uh, into the last race. And then it's just whoever beats, it doesn't matter where they come almost. As long as, uh, as long as they finish in the points, whoever finishes ahead of the guy behind, he's one. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously, we were, listen, the permutations are these. I mean, we, we were going to get to these, but we might as well while we're talking to, Talking about it, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm in Irish mode now. Uh, Max can win the ti- uh, the title at the next race in Saudi if he, right, point number one, wins with the fastest lap and Lewis is sixth. Wins and Lewis is seventh. 
is second with the fastest lap and Lewis is 10th. Is second and Lewis fails to score. Um, Wow, those are unlikely. Lewis Hamilton, the great ones win when they have to. I mean, I can't see Lewis... You know what Lewis will do? And I'd love to know what you think. Mm. He'll manage it so that at the very worst, he's between fourth and fifth. Yeah, I think it's unlikely that barring any kind of failure, Lewis is going to finish sixth or lower. I think it's, as you say, it's it's nigh impossible that he'll be down that low. But, you know, this is what uh, this is what interesting seasons are made of. Maybe he will inter- encounter some kind of mechanical trouble. They are, they've reverted to, uh, for, for the race in Qatar, he got a new engine in, in Brazil. Uh-huh. They reverted to the higher mileage unit in, uh, in Qatar. So, I don't know what engine they're going to go into Saudi with. But, uh, you know, these things happen. They've, you know, stranger things have happened in, in Formula One where you know, you're expecting it to go one way and it goes completely the other. But this is, this is how it should go. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there were a lot of comments going, this is one of the greatest championship seasons ever. Maybe not in terms of pure racing, but just how close it's been throughout the season in, in terms of the way it's swapped hands and how we could end up going to the final race on equal points. With especially how complicated Formula One is, it's almost impossible for it to be this close. Because so much can go wrong in yeah, Formula One. Yeah. You know, it's not like rugby and football. You can relatively control the moving elements. Mm. But, I mean, a guy leaves a screw yeah. in Italy when you're in... This is how small the margins are. Yeah. You know what I mean? In Formula One, just there's so many things that can go wrong. Yeah, and plus we've had the, the race this season that went down to half points. So we've got that point five little bit as well. <sighs> this is awesome. All right, but let's talk about uh, Qatar because... It was another electric weekend. The start was sensational. Mm, but before fantastic. that... Um, so, by the way, I didn't watch it. I was in Cape Town. So, do they not have Formula One in Cape Town? No, I was working. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'm a Formula One aficionado, but I was in the middle of work right, right, at right. the time. Okay. By the way, night race, fantastic. I'm lying. I was flying back, actually. Oh, okay. That's what happened. Well, Three... it was during the day here. It was night there, but it was during the day here. What time was it here? Four, it was four o'clock here. I was, I was firmly into... A history documentary on a podcast on an airplane at that right, time. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, penalties for Verstappen. Like, what happened there? Well, take me into the start. What happened before? With, yeah, uh, so it was that came about in qualifying where um, it was uh, Pierre Gasly who was uh, on a on the in Q three, uh, and they were on their hot laps. Uh, the kind of the, was the last attempt at uh, setting a pole time. Gasly got himself a puncture, brought out uh, a waved yellow that was then retracted. But then they put out another yellow, and then they put out a double-waved yellow. So double-waved yellow is uh, slow down, prepare to stop. And Bottas and uh, Verstappen failed to slow down. And that's one of the the criteria under a yellow flag. You have to slow down. And they've got enough data in the world to see if you actually slowed down or not. So they didn't slow down, uh, and they both got hit with with grid penalties. Before we get... Yeah. No, 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 sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, that's why they ended up further back down. That's why we ended up with this... What was potentially an amazing grid, uh, well, uh, setting up a potentially amazing race with Hamilton on pole, Gasly second, Alonso third, Sainz fourth. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was looking really, really good. Yeah. But now tell me this, with machines this sophisticated, mm. why do they leave it in the driver's hands? Like, so, can yeah. you control speed? Can, can you cap a car's speed from, the, from yeah. the cockpit? Yeah, but why would you want to? No, no, no. I'm saying in this situation, like to avoid, I'm saying if I'm a team principal, I don't want to take those kinds of chances. So, yeah. so, so let's say I can cap your yeah. car. Yeah. Boom. But, send that information at the most you can yeah. do within so, the next 100 meters is... Well, technically, yes, you can. 
according to the rules, you can't because you are not allowed to assist the driver in any ah. way. So you can't... I mean, in, in years gone by, the, the information flow between uh, the engineer and the driver was, was a lot more involved. Uh, at a stage in the 90s, I believe it was, they had, um, uh, they had an ability to make settings to the car via radio. Uh-huh. So the pit wall would adjust parameters on the car. And over the years, they've dialed that back to the point now where the driver is in sole control of the car. So you cannot influence the driver's speed or his settings or whatever via the pit. It's not, it's not part of the rule. It's, the rules say you're not allowed to do it anymore. And it's better because people make mistakes. Yeah. That's good for the product. Exactly. Like, like that's exactly. a real test. Yeah. Now you – because what do people always say, Spike, with technology is that, oh, it's not the best driver who wins. So I, I do kind of like this rule. Yeah. It's, hey, that's on the driver yeah. and part of the skill is listen and yeah, be it, aware. It's the same with – it's the same with – you know, digital editing, the digital photo editing software or, or music creation software. People will say, oh, well, you know, it's the computer doing all the work. It's not. You still have to have that operator yeah. knowing how to extract the best out of those tools to give you the result you want. Same with an F1 driver. You can, you can give them all the electronics. If you or I got in that car yeah. with the best electronics in the world. No way. Everyone in that grid would be 10 times faster than us without any electronics. So, Except Mazaspin, I think. I. Uh, yeah, man, he had a tough weekend. Wow. I mean, to, to, to go into qualifying two seconds slower than your teammate at a track where you're one of two drivers on the grid who's only, you're one of two guys on the grid who's only ever driven that track before. Mazepin and I want to say Perez were the only guys who've ever raced at Qatar before. Yeah. Uh, no one else had raced there before. Mazepin goes there and ends up two seconds slower than his teammate in qualifying. Oh, boy. But my dad owns the team, so screw yeah, you guys. Yeah, so screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, uh, so okay, so that's what happened yep. to, to the lads, and obviously that is what it is. But then mm. Max Verstappen said, "Hold my beer," because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. like I'm not having any of this. <laughs> I mean, that start. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and, and everyone was saying before the race, you know, it it was better to be on the left hand side because it was the grippier side. There were no support races, so you know there was one racing line. And, you know, on that start-finish, it was on the left-hand side. That was the better place to be. Um, and interestingly, if you go on board with Verstappen at the start, he got a much better reaction to the lights than both Bottas and Sainz, who were the cars around him. Uh-huh. So he was already at an advantage going in, you know, straight off the line. But then he stayed right for a long part of that first section and, you know, rode through the dust uh, and managed to, to gain positions that way. I mean, I think he was four places up or, or three places up, you know, by the first corner. It was a phenomenal start. It was really, really amazing to watch. But this is why the guy is where he is in the championship. Yeah. James, did you see, um, obviously me being a a Formula One aficionado, people are saying, oh, but you didn't watch the race. You're very wrong. Uh, I watched the highlights. um, And I have to be honest, this morning, uh, I watched them this morning, but on the F1 app. Incredible stuff, that that, that app. You got to use it. You watched the race today, James? Um, I actually didn't. What's the story? I was uh, busy with some other stuff last night. Like what? Not last night, sorry, yesterday afternoon. What's more important than watching the Formula One? Uh, I had um, some video editing stuff to do. What, for work? or? Yeah, yeah. Not, so, so not just your vibe stuff? No, no, I had, I had a promo to make for some stuff. And now it's done. That's all I I've can seen say. it, by the way. You yeah. did an incredible job. Thank you. You did a great job. Cool. James James does a great job at that. So, well, he's a producer extraordinaire, so I mean, you wouldn't yeah. expect anything. No, that's true. Yeah. That's true. No, no, nothing you've said is a lie. And nothing I've said is a lie. The, that video is, is absolutely great. So you didn't watch the race, huh? You watched the highlights? Um, I saw a couple of things on um, 
across Twitter this morning, ah, but I didn't so actually watch any. Come uh, on. You can't contribute to this because I watched it on the F1 app, which you can watch. You can't Aren't contribute. You just like the coolest person ever. No, well, I mean, I'm putting in the hard yards because I'm on a sports show. You know. Oh. Yeah. It's called being professional. It's not. It's not being cool. Mm. Like oh, being oh. professional is not cool. So, by the way, like imagine if I said to you, "Oh, well, you can use Adobe." Oh, so cool, Mister Mister Editor. Do you know what I mean? Like, would I? There's no way. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just, okay. Do you know what I mean, James? Like, I'm not coming to you and saying, "Oh, Premiere Pro Cut or whatever you use." Oh, very cool. You can use that. Like, oh no, that's your job. You should not do that. No, but you went. Oh no, I watched it on the on the F1 app. Yeah, that's how cool I am. No, it's not cool. It's uh, it's what I did. I was actually being professional by not watching the race because I was working. So this guy. All right. Anyway, there's no helping somebody. Yeah. It's, it's Gen Z. What are you gonna do? Yeah. You know. They don't know what's going on. They're like TikToks. His whole life's TikTok. That's what's yeah. going on. I mean, I did watch it. And that start was... I thought Alonso was going to cut him off there. I, I thought they were going to... Hey, elbows out. Oh, Alonso almost uh, almost uh, spoiled some parties. Yeah. But, uh, that's <laughs> what Alonso. Yeah. What's his teammate's name again? Ocon. Ocon. He said... Uh, did you, uh, um, I mean, I want to kind of... I'm jumping a little bit forward yeah. in the race here. But I loved when Alonso got on the radio and said... What, what did he say? Defend like a lion. Yeah, tell, tell Esteban to, be, to defend like a lion. Yes! I loved it! <laughs> and from what I like about that attitude... That started on the very start, by the way. The way he nearly cut Verstappen off. Yeah. Incredible start by yeah. Verstappen, though. Yeah, it was. It was and, and that really set up his race. I think it would have been a matter of time before we got the rest of them. Particularly given the pace of the Alpha Tari, which was nowhere which, yeah. considering where they were in qualifying was quite sad I think they were the biggest losers of the weekend uh, as a team but yeah. I think Verstappen ultimately would have got that second place uh, I mean he, they, the two of them Hamilton and Verstappen were just in another league so they were so much quicker than anybody else yeah and is that as by the way Qatar, we're not going to sort that curb out. I mean, everyone's got a flat left, uh, front left. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a it's a bike circuit. Whether we whether we they're sorted out by the time we're back there in twenty twenty three, I don't know. Um, but I think it adds an extra challenge, you know, We've, especially in the in the later part of the race where you are now in a serious tire management phase where you are Fernando Alonso who's defending a podium. Yes. With a Red Bull chasing you, being told just stay off the curbs, stay off the curbs meaning you have to drive a more conservative line. You have to carry less speed. Yeah. So you are slowing down and you've still got to try and maintain that position. I think it's an extra challenge. And I think it's great. Again, technology is, we mustn't allow that to take away just from pure driver yeah. skill. And again, this is another dimension. You've got to have this in your armory yeah, in order to be able to have the discipline uh, to do this. Charlene Costa. Um, Charlene's Portuguese. Love that. Costa. That's a, that's a great Portuguese surname. Or Brazilian. So uh, let me not be ignorant. Charlene says... F1, exciting stuff. Too good to miss. Charlene, totally with you. Totally with you. And I didn't miss it yesterday. Unlike James, I'm a professional. Got on F1 this morning. Watch the highlights. I love it. I love where this is going. Yes, I'm loving it. And yesterday, one of the olds, me, you, old guys, yeah. Alonso. Yeah. I just love that. And there was... Where was it? I think it was when Max was trying to... Uh, obviously, Max was coming. Like, Alonso, we knew, inevitably, like you said, the speed was phenomenal. Mm. Alonso was not letting Max pass, by the way. No, but he never he never would. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'll make it as difficult as possible. Ultimately, you will get me, probably, but I'm not going to just hand it over to yeah. you, you young whippersnapper. <laughs> but there's, there's two things about that. I don't, it, there was... During the race, they flashed up the, uh, the stat on who's had the most passes during the season, which is now a thing. Yes. So, at the end of the season, you know, you get a prize for... Him executing the most overtakes the top three drivers 
across the season who have executed the most overtakes, Alonso, Vettel, Raikkonen. The three old boys have overtaken more than anybody. They're at the top of the table in terms of overtakes. Now, I guess in fairness, uh, Lewis Hamilton and those guys will go, well, we were always at the front. Yeah, we don't have a lot of overtakes <laughs> to do. But we don't have... But I like know, that it's the old... The Gasly's, the Tsunoda's, you know, the, the, the Ocon's. Those guys are not doing the overtakes. The old guys are doing the overtakes, which is, which is awesome. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's... You, you know, the, the only way is that it's kind of like any sport, right? And again, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down for this because everybody always wants to focus on, say, let's just say back in the day it was Manchester United and Arsenal, right? I'm just going to use football across sport. Back in the day, it was, it was just shoomy, right? Mm. It, that was bad for Formula One. And yeah. that showed through the numbers, it showed mm. through lack of interest, is that everybody always thinks that's awesome. But what actually the depth of the quality of the story is important. Like now, the Premier League is better than ever because there's seven or eight teams who can win the Premier yeah, League. Absolutely, golf is better. Like okay, Tiger was an anomaly. I think Tiger captured everyone's imagination, and that was just like okay, let's not use Tiger. But I think it's great for Formula One that there's stories there as well. Alonso and and all these guys is that's important for the depth of the story. And I hope the next, I hope they do a season like a Legends. Uh, what's it? Uh, Drive to Survive. Oh right. Yeah. Like obviously it's cool. The main story is cool, but they should do a like have an off-spin hour-long episode, legend or whatever. Yeah, like, these are the old guys. Are we, are we giving this. them free content here? I've just given them an idea. They're going to yeah, steal it. I don't know. Well, it's out there now. It's too late. You can't oh, protect it. It is, and so, they are probably they've got. Yeah. They are we've given everybody. I mean, we've given them. Uh, you know, Verstompen, Verstompen clogs. Verstompen. So yes, that's going to come out. That's yeah, annoying. Yeah, we've 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 lost a lot of money so far. Yeah. No, I mean that's yeah. on us though. That's not a Formula One for having yeah. a great product. But yeah. awesome. Yes. So yeah. the old moving grooving Alonso yeah. podium. Yeah, and and as an as a long time Alonso fan, it was really amazing to see him up there again. Uh, it was. I think he got the virtual safety car just in the nick of time. I think had that that VSC not made an appearance, yeah, he would have been sweating a little bit more. And I think there's a possibility Checo would have caught him and possibly passed him such was the speed difference uh so a bit of luck going his way he he was on the podium it was it was i think the third time a 40 year old has been on an on, a, on an f1 podium which i'm very surprised by i read that stat this morning and I, I i didn't double check it but if it is the third time only the third time a 40 year old's been on the f1 podium i mean that makes it even more amazing history yeah it's it's phenomenal. James. But the interesting sorry, the interesting thing that uh, out of the most interesting thing that I that I got out of Alonso's podium yeah. was his post race uh, interview. Oh uh, yes. Where they were saying, Oh, you know, was, you know, how does it feel to be back on the podium? He's oh it was wonderful and he, he let slip I don't know, maybe it's in the script and he wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Yeah. Maybe he can see the future, I don't know. But he said it's really good to be up there on the podium with two great champions, Lewis and Max. Oh now the conspiracy theories are There out. we go. So Is maybe he knows maybe he knows something we don't about Max the Verstappen's world championship oh, pending. Oh maybe he's oh my gosh, we now we gotta watch I mean I love Fernando Alonso, but we have to watch his gambling patterns from now on. <laughs> I mean Fernando listen, I know he's probably got what, three hundred million dollars uh, if uh, not more yeah around about that all. yeah so I mean it's about the thrill he's probably going to be gambling on it mm. we need to watch him I do love Fernando Alonso but James you know what he sounded like when he was talking about it? in terms of um, I know where this is going and it's what, what do you mean I know, I know where I know what, exactly uh, where you're where's going where's it going well, what do you mean well, go ahead <laughs> I know where it's going uh, um, uh, Fernando Alonso yep there it is uh, there it is very happy to have a competition He's uh, the driver's is tough. He's Qatar. He's uh, muy caliente uh, in the Qatar. He's a uh, nice airport. 
sounded more Mexican than anything else there. Yeah, yeah. a little it's, bit. Uh, it's important. Uh, you, uh, the car is good. In Hanes, it's good. It's, uh, it's good driving. It's, uh, I used to uh, drive a Ferrari. It's, a, it's Italian. I'm, uh, yeah, now you're Italian. You know? So, that, but that's, that's what he sounds like, James. And he said, I'm just grateful to be on the podium. That's uh, Fernando Alonso. James. There we go, like, James. Now, now you don't have to watch the highlights anymore. Cause <laughs> <laughs> I could just watch the MK t shirt. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the presser, James. What are you. That's what, that was Fernando in the, in the press conference in Qatar. Saying he's uh, more happy. Uh, what's happy again in. Did you just say more oh, happy? Not, yeah, very oh. happy. Uh, you went Afrikaans and English. Not moi. Moi um, is very, very in Spanish. Oh, like, like moi bueno. Yeah, like yeah. I'm very happy. Yeah. It was good. It was tough. The left front, it was going flat for, for everyone. But not for me. For now, a lot. So I won championship. I, I showed the meta. Do you think he knows who... Or do you think him and Selma Hayek know each other? I don't think that's... No, Homosaic. Homosaic, wow. That's her twin sister. That's her doppelganger. Um, Salma Hayek probably... Like, she'll celebrate him as a fellow sort of Hispanic hero to the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she's probably like, uh, I'm very happy. Uh, happy for him. He's a, he's a big star, but not a big star as me. I, uh, the Tenors is a, a movie with uh, me and Halina Holly. He brings uh, an accent. Me, I, I don't get it, but it's okay. I, I make my money. And Fernando is a good guy. He's a good guy. I'm a good guy. Helmer Sayek has a deep voice. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. It's a good time to be Spanish, Mexican, American. Sama Hayek. Ciao. So, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, oh, I hated every No, but James, like that's that. an official message from Salma Hayek to Fernando Alonso. And what? I did his press conference before that. Why do you have a problem with that? Are they actually from the same country? Though? No, I don't know. No, no. I mean, they're both well, Spanish. Yeah, one's from Mexico. Ah. That's, so that's a bit racist from you as well. Not all no, no, Spanish-speaking not. people are... Because are. there's multiple countries in the world that speak Spanish. No, I knew that. But you said... I'm not the one who said... <laughs> clearly, an American uh, Mexican is from the same country as a, one of the most fa- famous Spanish people to ever live. So, you see how you're the one, actually, who's being offensive <laughs> no, there, not I, me. I refuse. Nope. Nope. I refuse to let this land on me. Yeah. Fernando Alonso. You, I mean... What's what's sorry again? Obrigados, thank you. Um, oh, I forget what the what sorry is in Spanish, but oh, at the end, uh, Fernando would have said, uh, "I'm a I'm a great champion." He say obrigado, and then he'd be. Um, no, that's Portuguese. Oh, Tracy, well, sorry, Tracy, that's Portuguese. Tracy Bard <laughs> brings up a good question. Can you do Sofia Vergara? <laughs> please try, please. No, because please. You know what? I, when I do them. I like to do an accurate representation. I don't want it to get racist. And with Sofia Vergara, I might have to say... <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Sofia Vergara... Now, this is a good way to keep people watching the show because maybe Sofia Vergara will make a, a, uh, an appearance on the show sometime. You, you might actually have uh, be, be in contact with her currently via email. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll chat to her and I must just watch more of her stuff. Modern Family. Terrible. There's no way. Have you ever seen that show? No. 
I, I, no. I would ro- honestly, I honestly. I've, I think I've watched uh, maybe two or three minutes of it and thought this is not for me. Do you guys really like, hate it that much? I would rather. Let me tell you what. Can I tell you one thing I'd rather do than watch Modern Family or Big Bang Theory or uh, How I Met Your Mother or any of those classic sitcoms? Can I tell you what? Honestly, and I mean this from the bottom uh, of my heart. Paint drying. Well, are, are you going to tell me what I'd rather do or do you want to hear it? Oh, you, I didn't say guess. Oh, I, see, I sorry. never make that mistake with people. Sorry. I didn't say guess. Don't take liberties here, James. Sorry, that's... I'm, I'm going to tell you. Yep. Nope, I'll take it. I would rather be caught by the largest crocodile in the Nile, right? In between its teeth. Go through the death roll. So I want the death roll, the full death roll, where, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, this is PTSD. I've never actually been tortured in the army, but this is what it feels like with incredible pressure from guns on a crocodile. I'd rather go through that, be bleeding to death, right? I'm drowning. I'm drowning. I'm in a death row. I'm human. I'm not made to spin like this. I'm not a crocodile. I'd rather go through that and survive and be left out for a leopard to come grab my leg and just tear my leg off and survive that on the riverbed and then have vultures come and pick at my leg while I'm alive for 13 days, right? And survive until the very end. Where an eagle rips my eyeballs out. I'd rather do that than watch Modern Family. Sounds like, uh, y- <laughs> sounds like, uh, you're, you're willing to go through a lot of, um, Spain. Spain. <laughs> I, I, I'm willing, yeah. It, I'm willing to go the extra Nile not to watch that. <laughs> it's the MK t shirt. Did you say extra Nile? I did. It's the MK t shirt. <laughs> Central.com. Alonso is a good driver. He's uh, got uh, plenty of experience, yeah, skill, and he's on the podium and swearing all about it. Yeah, no. So I, I was not aware of that. Yeah, by no, the way. Uh, in the break, we, we there's a lot of there's a lot of chatter in here, which uh, is pretty electric. So yeah. Fernando just yeah. dropping the f bomb in. The, a, yeah, no, you know, that, not like he didn't know any better. Not like he hasn't done a thousand post race interviews live in his life, but he still took the opportunity to drop a little f bomb. And make the Sky Sports uh, commentators apologise for his language. So I want to I want to address two things there. I got no problem with him swearing because he probably feels, I imagine, what a shark feels like that's living in an aquarium. Mm. If you let him back into the normal sea, he or she, by the way. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to both um, genders like, of sharks. I like the fact that you assume sharks have got feelings, which they probably don't. Well, I mean, sharks feelings. Yeah, don't think so. Yeah, well, how big's the uh, how big's the prefrontal cortex we don't know this do you uh, know uh, but i mean is, is it is it is it big enough to hold enough for feelings and thoughts of food or is it all about no. thoughts of food because in order to reason you have to have something called uh, the third eye now james if you are looking not to um obviously clog up the third eye because i know you're you're super into the chakra vibes is you can't use any fluoride you've got to stay away from oh, that yeah. and toothpaste yeah yeah so is that actually a thing? Yeah, blocks your synapses. In Do, your, did in your you not brain. know this? No, I swear I didn't. 
Oh my goodness, that's terrible for you and your chakra friends. Oh, but... you're going to have to break up with your dentist now, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any chakra friends. But have you never spoken to anyone about the dangers of fluoride? I don't have any friends that are into this whole vibe. So no. no. I don't know anything about it. That's a conspiracy on its own. They're not telling you the truth, James. Yo, Get better that's friends. that's probably true. Yeah. That's true, dude. Uh, dude, do not... Don't like, do not mess around with this. Too much fluoride will block your third eye, <laughs> and you're not going to be able to see the truth because <laughs> the Illuminati is trying to get you. But if you, if you use fluoride, they're blocking your third eye, so you can't be conscious enough to go to the sixth dimension. Because oh no! All right, I let's do the full lesson. I got it. Sorry. Oh no! Oh, come on, we've only got like 15 minutes left. Um, I just, I just want to do a lesson for you. Oh, We're okay. in the third dimension. Ah. This is the sleep state, right? Ah. The fourth dimension. Is the dream state the yeah. fifth time? Uh, the fifth dimension uh-huh. is uh, being awake, and then the sixth dimension is enlightenment. Yeah. So, stay, stay away from the fluoride, otherwise, you're never gonna get to graduate. It's like a PhD basically for your chakras. God forbid I don't make it to the whoa, 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 dimension. whoa, 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 whoa. God has nothing to do with this. That's a separate, whole separate thing. Also, can we reflect on the fact that uh, Robin said <laughs> sharks are people too? <laughs> 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 Baby shark, da, da, da. No. Oh, come on. Oh, sorry. No. Is that an earworm? No. All right. Okay. Well, listen, Formula One, great sport, but it's not just about, um, obviously, Lewis, boom, Alonso, uh, the winner. But there, there's, a, there's a sharp side to it is that there's got to be winners, winners, there has to be losers in life, right? Sure. You, not yeah. everyone gets to win. Otherwise, it would just be called Montessori. Um, there are some losers from this weekend. Yeah. Uh, just the first one. So you're saying AlphaTauri, huh? Yeah, AlphaTauri, big, big, big losers. I think they they were probably expecting much more given the strength of their qualifying. Mm. Um, we had uh, Gasly qualifying ultimately P2 thanks to the the um, penalties for, for Bottas and for Verstappen. Yeah. And then we had his teammate uh, Tuna qualifying outside of the top 10, but still Q11 and hoping for some points, I'm sure. Especially given the pace that, uh, that they were showing, uh, that Gasly was showing uh, during the weekend. Yeah, he was there or thereabouts the whole weekend. So when he lined up second on the grid, I thought, oh, this is a good opportunity. We might see another Gasly shock win here uh, after what he pulled off in Monza a couple of seasons ago. Um, ultimately, though, they, they're at a loss to explain where their pace went. Um, you know, he finished uh, P8 and uh, Tsunoda finished P13. And Gasly was like, he, he afterwards he was saying he has no idea why they were so slow, why they lacked so much pace. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think they were, you know, especially given their, their fight with Alpine in the constructors, they were locked on 112 points each going into Qatar. Uh, and ultimately, you know, they, they walked away with a, with a big hiding. And Alpine has, has really t- uh, pulled out a big gap there. So they've got a lot of work to do in the remaining two races to try and claw back any hope that they will beat Alpine in the constructors. And we, you know what? When you're talking about the constructors, something I've been thinking about quite a bit lately in terms mm. of that whole world. Because mm. ultimately, listen, you're all top 1%, even the 0.01% of intelligent people work in Formula 1, right? No one... The, the guy who's doing the drill for it, all of those teams is probably smart enough to be a rocket scientist. Like mm. none of those, no dum-dums in there. Yeah. there. There's no marketing students in there. Mm. There's no vibes guys that did James's, whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. Those are all like nerds. They've probably yeah. never spoken to uh, a man or a woman because gay people can be in Formula One too, by the way, James. Do not be homophobic. They've never spoken to a partner about a date ever. They are all just science, spreadsheets, Excel masters, mm. right? And people like that have a thing, is they like career progression. Is there, are there ever guys like positioning themselves to go to a bigger team, 
Like, I just hope they see me doing it here. And then, like, at the end of the season, oh, I've handed in my resignation. Does, does, is, is that like a news plot in Formula One where the certain, I don't know, second in charge engineer moves and now he's gone to... Uh, yeah. Because what about the trade secrets is what I'm always wondering. No, they, no look, this, the trade secrets is a big thing. And there, and there have been cases over the years where uh, team members have been... Um, they've got into big trouble. They've been banned from the sport for trading. They've been fined for, for trading... Uh, it's industrial espionage, basically. Yeah. Uh, there was a big Ferrari McLaren debacle, a couple of, or probably in the early two thousands. I can't remember the details, but it was a huge case, and Ferrari got fined. I don't know, a hundred million dollars or something ridiculous. Was that Markle? No, it was. It was. I think it was just after Markle's time. Yeah, I think it was. It's kind of in the midst of time now. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the movement of that person of the personnel between the teams happens regularly. You do get. You know, chief engineers moving from this team to that team, or chief designers, or mechanics. Yeah, it happens. I mean, it's a career, so you're going to go to the company that, you know, as much as it's a sport and people are passionate about it. Ultimately, it's a career, so these guys are going to oh, they are going to look for positions where they could get ahead and they can build a career. But now that you mention that, is do you think they put in their contracts? Like, like if I'm if I was at Ferrari, mm. McLaren triple my salary. Mm. Does their salary count count against the cap? Do you know? Because uh, no, that's an important question. Yeah, one. I think I think the only salaries that don't that aren't included in the cap are the driver's salaries. All right, James, will you look that up? Will you see if engineers' salaries uh, while we're talking? I want to know if the engineers and the team guys' salaries count to the cap because it's really really important mm. in, in this question. Because again, it it comes to you know if if you let's say triple my salary, mm. McLaren Ferrari back in the day, let's say now Red Bull, uh, obviously, is why wouldn't I take my secrets with me? I'm sure Toto goes, uh, take a shit, or I don't know how they take. That's not him go, saying go to the toilet. No. It's more how, how would you say in German, take a seat? Um, Und sit down. Uh, sitten Sie. <laughs> sitten Sie. Sitten Sie. Und oh, chair. Yeah. I mean, we have to ask, uh, we have to ask uh, I'm a Sebastian. Very... He's the most approachable guy yeah. for that kind of thing. Um, but, but I would imagine they, they set that up contract-wise. If we yeah, if I've, we dare see uh, a wing... Absolutely. There's the, the, all that stuff is project, protected by intellectual property. Just like, I mean, even... Even the you know the most menial jobs in media have got those kinds of things. Like you will not take our, our secrets anyway. Anything you you come up with while working for us is ours. Anything we tell you while you're working for us is ours. Don't tell anyone, otherwise we'll come in after you. Because the one thing these guys have, these billionaires, is time. Is if you dare do that, excellent. I have something to do now. Yeah. Because, <laughs> but I think also it's 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 a it's a defeating thing because ultimately, if you are in the sport, you want to make a career out of it. You're not going to go and you know wreck your chances by spilling beans because then you become the guy known as the guy who spilt the company secrets and no one's going to hire you. No, well, well said. You, you know what makes something like F1 even more unique than like f- the football world or, or mm. rugby is if you get shut out in Australia for not being a very nice person, you can go play in France. Yeah, true. true. In Formula One, just, there's only literally one yeah, Formula yeah, One yeah. There's, there's ever. Tw- yeah, there's 20, there's 20 teams and those guys know who you are. And if you want to work in Formula One, then you know you, stick, you, you play nicely. And, and as much as they're competing, if there's one thing we've seen in terms of collusion and stuff, billionaires are doing it. Mm. They are talking. Like, hey, Sky called me. I hate you, but what's, what's, why are you letting go of him? Mm-hmm. Billionaires are talking yeah, all yeah, the time. Because yeah. they're listen, ultimately, they're in it for the money. Yeah. So they want the product to do well. They don't really care about guys moving around. Ultimately, a little bit they do. But they'll go, good guy? Not a good guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah I like that guy. Hire him, pay him 800,000 uh, per race. Uh, Jimbo, what you got there, pal? It says here that they can't actually... So this includes... Um, 
the team principal, the drivers. Uh, so, so essentially, this article is about what's not included. Okay. In um, this cap. Okay. And salaries as a whole are not included because um, each team has a different setup when it comes to their salaries, right? So. Um, True, and some teams are bigger than others. So. So you can pay engineers as much as you want, or as little as you want. So, so, but, so that's off the books. Well, it's not part of the cost cap. So, oh! But I think, the, I think the point of that is that, is that is it's obviously just dawned on me now, but yes. the thing is, you know, you've got a team like Mercedes who's got, I don't know, a ridiculous amount of employees versus a Haas who've got a lot, far fewer employees. So if, if your salary bill um, counts towards the cap, Mercedes is at a disadvantage because they're paying more people. So a larger portion of their cap is going to the is going is is going to salaries, whereas Hass has got fewer people, so they can spend it's, more on the car. It's it's also a thing of um, at some teams, uh, the team principal and the CEO are the same person. So that's where it becomes a thing of how do you pay your top three employees, being the driver and the principal, as well as. Do you know what I mean? Oh, are you saying he might get a little selfish? Say, I want, uh, I, I want two salaries. Me, the max two. for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the max is getting none actually. Max, your money is mine. Yeah. We actually, but 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 then I might argue, and I think this is a fair argument, is that no no no, it should be kept so that Haas can compete with McLaren. Or do you, do, do you like no, the, the open market? No, I think I think you you if you do include it, you kind of incentivize teams to downscale. You're saying to teams, look, we've only given you so much to pay salaries. And yeah. then they're saying, okay, well, in that case, we're going to get rid of people so we can spend more on the car. I think if you exclude it, then you know, you're giving teams the opportunity to grow. To say, right, we'll hire you know, more engineers or more aerodynamicists or, you know, and, then, and help bolster the team that way. And then you still get the, the benefit, if you're a lower-end team, yeah. of having the extra time in the wind tunnel and that kind of thing. And then you've got more brains to apply to the problems that you have. As in any situation where there's a gray area and billionaires... You know who the winner is here? The billionaires. They all exploit the crap out of it. The lawyers. Also, they are in there. You know, yeah, in every yeah. team, there's probably six lawyers that do every contract rolling. And they are, because you know, money, mm. you're going to need, and there's yeah, going to yeah. be, and billionaires don't trust many people from what I've learned, is there's probably six or seven lawyers, and they are just, they have like a, like a cartoon size kind of, uh, what do you call it? Like a rake. Yeah. And they, and they just, just rake yeah. all they go of the, the money vault, every yeah. day. As like, oh, so-and-so quit. Excellent. Uh, Toto, what's happening, pal? <laughs> they are absolutely loving it. Um, but, oh, by the way, night race. Hey, told you. Looks unbelievable. Be- before we move on from the rules, yes. can I make a request quickly? Um, to, uh, by the way, I, I don't own Formula One. Yeah, we don't, make, we don't play music no, on the show. No, but it's a request for the MKT show. Uh, DJs don't take, own a, take requests. the MKT either. show. Yeah, I do. I do exactly, and that's what the request is for. From who? From from you. I'd I'd like to know where the request is coming from because that's important. That's, yeah. It's like in politics. I would like to know who's funding the political parties everywhere in the world. So, and it will affect James. Here's the reality: the questions we ask determine the answers we get, and I've got to know the source because is it James asking? Is it is it somebody else well, asking? Well, it's it's James and on behalf of. Uh, on behalf of a couple of the 
listeners. Okay. Oh, then definitely. Please go ahead. Um, so remember a couple of months ago when we first started doing our F1 shows with Spike in the old studio? Yes. Um, we had a request to do a um, like a review of all of the the new sort of rules and stuff coming in for the 2022-23 season. Um, can we still do that? After the last race of the season. Now, good request. We will get back to you on that. Trust me, that is in the pipeline. We, we don't make empty promises here. So there's already something in the works. Uh, we'll let you know in terms of timelines. So at the moment, uh, we are working on something. Trust me. Trust. Although, people that say trust me are the ones that are yeah, difficult to trust. Yeah, that's... Yeah, like, like, if you say trust me, mm. it's kind of like... It's like kind of like calling yourself cool. Mm. Yes. Yeah. If you say I'm cool, then you're probably not cool. Yeah. If you say trust me, you shouldn't probably trust that person. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's very. But very we cheap. do have something in the pipeline, and we are working on it. You, you can trust that. Oh no, that's no, not good. Do that. Oh no. No, no. you've just made it untrustworthy. Now they're going to unsubscribe. By the way, you should subscribe if it's your first time here. And like. Yeah. Click like. That's that one. Also, if you hate the show, click dislike because that's important. Integrity. Hashtag Mr. Integrity. Also, also, probably not what to say if you're full of integrity. You know what I mean? You, you mm. forgot the new one. Marcus Aurelius said, uh, James, you know Marcus Aurelius? Uh, it sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> sounds familiar. That's awesome. It sounds. I think I met him once. <laughs> what, do you think you were in a Saints with him? Like, like, what do you mean sounds familiar? What do you, I think I saw him selling, what, Borovos rolls at Spa. Or... Talk to me about how you got from Marcus Aurelius to Sounds Familiar. To what? Wait, Marcus Aurelius? <laughs> sounds Familiar to what? It just sounds familiar. Uh, from where? From where? Like, uh, familiar is like uh, pastrami, pastrami. Uh, yeah, the deli. Oh, yes. I think I've seen it. <laughs> where? where? Where does that sound? The deli. I think it was the deli. It might have been the shops. I don't know. So, Marcus Aurelius sounds familiar. Just, James, what comes to your mind straight away? Please, I have to know. Don't think about it. Marcus Aurelius, uh, Marcus Aurelius sounds familiar from? A constellation in the sky. That is incredible. Hmm. That's all, hey? I mean, I'm just trying to think if there is actually... No, there isn't. No, there isn't. That is awesome. Constellation <laughs> in the sky, huh? Yowzers. Saint students, that's what you get. That's what you get for paying, <laughs> the, like the cost of a house yeah. every year. Yeah, that's the kind of university. That's to what get, they're turning to get told, up to get told that uh, Roman emperors are in fact constellations. One of the yeah, one of the, I mean, one of the last good emperors wrote a book, Meditations. You got to look it up, Jim. But I got a copy at home. You want it? I do. I know. I know who Sigmund Freud is. You know who Sigmund Freud is? Mm. Was he also a Roman emperor? No. Or a constellation no. in the sky. <laughs> Um, I know who Oedipus is too. No, you don't. Uh, we've discovered this. You have no clue. Wow. And you, you, you don't even know what the, yeah. And, and by the way, I think you think he lived in a complex, which he didn't. <laughs> just, just cause you live in a complex, James. Yeah. No, Oedipus didn't live in a complex. Like there's a whole thing. I educated you on Oedipus and I was quite proud of it. Yeah. yeah I mean, this was after I had, so we were in the kitchen. I'm glad I wasn't part of that conversation. No, no. Like that was on the show. Obviously I was like, okay, maybe you should go away. Because we were sitting in the kitchen. Mm. Well, what happened to educating MKT, by the way? Uh, ever since I got moved to my back room, we haven't done it yet. Still. Well, well I, I, I'd like to be educated. Okay. You know well, what I mean? I don't um, want to sound like I went to saint. Brace yourself, because cool. tomorrow I will educate you. Okay. But we were sitting in the kitchen one mm. day, mm. and James, 
said philosophy. He started listening to a philosophy podcast, right? And he's kind of. I think he kind of picked up early on that I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm not an aficionado, but I do like philosophy. Like whatever, you know. I I know nothing actually, mm. which is which is a good philosophy. Yeah, Socrates, but he's, <laughs> he's not the and not the Brazilian soccer player, the famous captain from Brazil, uh, James, and definitely not a constellation in the sky. But anyway, um, so James said to me, "Oh, dude, you know what? I'm like, I'm really into meaningful." Lately, I'm just into like meaningful stuff. Like, I found a philosophy podcast. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is excellent. Yeah. This guy needs to tell me everything. So he says to me, yeah, dude, the, the Oedipus complex. I'm like, okay. Wow. And then, through. yeah. Oh. But he, he, James, what would you call it as a youngster? Because the version he gave me, because mm. he, he really left out an important part mm. where I, I let him tell me the whole part. Mm. Actually, the main part of the complex, which he doesn't live in or own, by the way, is. Is what he left out. Right. So he told me the whole story. And I said, oh, but what about telling me that part? Mm. And then obviously that changed it for him. Like, oh, that's so important for the whole thing to work. But he thought he was educating me, having listened right. to a podcast, probably 15 minutes. Right. Bite size. And, so, yeah, and, and getting the, the, the kind of bullet points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough. Tough with philosophy. Can't just do bullet points. You've got to read the whole thing. And not available on Instagram if you want to learn. Um, and uh, listen, driver of the day, I thought... Somebody who's been under immense pressure, mm. whether it's from his mates, social media, and kind of everyone, you know, yeah. when, when you're in the position he's in in order to be in your seat, mm-hmm. uh, drive of the day. And by the way, total honesty, I did read an article that actually, I, I don't know what your reason is for awarding drive of the day to this guy. Yeah. But when I saw the notes, yeah. by the way, we're a professional show. I read an article that agreed with what you're saying, by the way. Yeah, so, so I mean, I don't disagree with Fernando Alonso getting driver of the day. I think he, he drove a stellar race. He, I mean, to manage those tires with the threat of the puncture, to keep Checo at bay, to stay off the curb, all the things we chatted about earlier. Yeah. You know, he's, he is deserving of it. But I do think another candidate that, that was, was there or thereabouts and possibly should have taken it was Lance Stroll. Yeah. Um, I just think that uh, he qualified. He didn't have a great qualifying run up till the race. Qualified 12th. And just kept it together, also on a one stop, uh, and and brought it home uh, in sixth, which I thought was a was a really good achievement. You know, beat his much more experienced teammate, who admittedly cocked up his first lap, but still, I thought Stroll uh, rode a, he drove a really good race, and uh, I think a, a driver of the day for him wouldn't have been uh, out of place. Yeah, listen, with the just let's go sentiment. Even though, if you hadn't given it to Alonso, yeah. I would say what half of the the Formula One watching population, mm. regardless who they support, would be on you on social media, and some people in Saudi Arabia would have mm. had signs to go, gentlemen, yeah, because there's no way <laughs> they would have been, they would be so unhappy if yeah. Alonso didn't get it, yeah, especially with the way he's but so this, passionate. But like, this is the thing about this driver of the day award. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's it's a cool marketing thing, and it's like that they speak to the driver while he's on the cool down lap, going, "Oh, well done, you won." But I mean, how often has it been the sentimental thing of Norris wins in Russia? Yes, you know, come on, yeah, you know, Alonso wins it in Qatar is another kind of example of of the kind. Of, oh, it's so good to see the old guy back on the podium. Instead of looking at it going, you know, who drove the best race, hands down. And, you know, I suppose that's what you're going to get if you leave it out to public vote. You are going to get that big sentimentality swing. Oh, do, do people get to vote for yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, it's all that's, by That's it's... never going to be objective. Yeah, exactly. That is, where do you vote? On the app? I think it's uh, uh, on F one on the F1 website. I think. Oh, while, while it's yeah, happening. While, all right, yeah, I'm so, going to vote so it, Yeah, it, it, uh, the votes close at the end of the race. Oh, okay. Because the guy we work with, Barrett Edelstein, mm. um, just a firecracker human being. I, I wish more people could, 
You know what? You can't meet Barrett, actually. Mm. I always said to people, you can't meet Barrett. You can only experience Barrett. Mm. Because what I love about Barrett, he's all in. Yeah. Anyway, point is about Barrett Edelstein. Fantastic. Love him. Card of gold, this guy. And by the way, great at his job. Super committed. But Barrett votes for the awards, like the Teen Music Awards and stuff. Right, the other day, I called him... Oh, no, I didn't catch him with Barrett. Hey, the great thing about Barrett, he'll tell you what yeah, he's yeah, doing. Yeah, no, he's, there's, no, there's nothing hidden there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. So I'm like, he's like, yeah, no, I'm voting. I'm like, for what now? Like, are you, what do you mean? The elections are like months away or like a month away or whatever. He's like, no, no, no. I'm voting for the music awards. I was like, wow. Hmm. I had no idea people could, could do that. Yeah. James, you seem like somebody who might do that. You seem like somebody who would vote for... Uh, Jesse Rodriguez or whoever's a big musician now. Uh, Selena Gomez. Did to... you just make up a name? Yeah. Oh, okay. D- I'm, that... I'm that out of touch and I don't know who Jesse Rodriguez is. <laughs> yeah. No, but I would imagine there is a Jesse Rodriguez who's... So, a... I um, actually, once upon a time... Uh... Met Jesse Rodriguez. Yeah. Yeah, I think wow. he was a dope dude. That's amazing. <laughs> now, there's Jesse Rodriguez who's a bit of an electric factory from Real Madrid. Went to PSG and then he was up to some stuff on the side of the football pitch. That's why his career it didn't take off. Different Rodriguez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually, when I still had like a tiny little um, uh, Sony Ericsson. Yeah. Um, I voted once on. Not shocked by that. He, he's uh, exactly the type of person for, who for votes. like one of those kids, Nickelodeon kids. I'm not shocked oh, by that. Wow. I, I told you, go. this is James having met him is yeah. the exact type of person who votes for that stuff and thinks it matters. James, how long ago was this? Like, like two, three oh, years ago. Two weeks ago. Wow, I'm offended. Oh, oh, sorry, oh that's James. fine. No, oh, sorry. I'm glad you said that, James. Now, this is a philosophical lesson. I know you don't like uh, philosophy. From some of the stuff you told me. You said you're offended. Congratulations. More people need to hear that. You're offended? Congratulations. Uh, Thanks. No, no, because your immediate thing is I'm offended. Oh, sorry. No, 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 no. People that say offended, I tell you what. Here's a ticket. You know where this ticket's going? It's a one-way ticket as well, Jimbo. Straight to hell. Uh, um, right, go ahead. Um, Straight to hell for people that tell me I'm offended like I should care. I mean, um, I wasn't serious. It takes a lot more to offend. No, no, no. Well, there's a bigger lesson to be learned because the whole world isn't about you. Somebody will hear you say offended and then we can carry the lesson forward. You know what I mean? So I'm also not okay. being serious because I don't actually have a one-way ticket to hell. So that was also hyperbole. hyperbole. You mean a hyperbole? <laughs> don't you tell me what I mean. Now, I'm offended. Don't you... You think I'm going to sit here and listen to you who thinks that a constellation in the air is one of the greatest Roman emperors of all time. You think I'm going to listen to you tell me what I mean. I'll be, honestly, and this is not racist, I'll be a monkey's uncle before I listen to you. <laughs> all right, uh, James, yeah? What were we saying? Sorry, I got a bit emotional there. Driver of the day. Is yeah. About. yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to that because I don't want to say anything now. Yeah, no, listen, Stroll um, getting it. I mean, I got a bit emotional. I'm going to get carried away there. It's going to happen. Um, but fair enough. You know, Fernando, he's a winner. I would just like to, I just like to, you know, give Stroll a bit of respect. I know he gets, he comes in for a hard time. He's not the greatest personality on the grid, that's for sure. Uh, and I know a lot of people think he's only there because his dad owns the team. But uh-huh. he is, uh, he's got a bit of talent, that guy. Well, he came sixth in a Formula One race. Yeah. Like, stop now. But also, he's, he's, he's put in some good races. He's got some good results. He's not Mazaspin. No. He's, like certainly, he, he's certainly not Mazaspin, and he certainly, on more than one occasion, had the measure of his four-time world champion teammate. So, 
I would say less than 10,000 people for the remainder of mankind's uh, existence, right? Because mm. at this rate, we, <laughs> I don't know how much longer 10, we've got 10,000 is a generous number. I think less than 10,000 people will ever finish sixth in a Formula One race. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I think there's... So, stop. He's not Mazaspin. No. Like, the, the, he's, like, like, let's get away from that. Yeah. So, shout out to him. You know what was awesome about uh, the way it's gone now? The Constructors' Championship Whew. is going to be electric. Uh, Nico Kritzinger, by the way, before we get into the... says, are we going to bet on what Mazaspin's tally going to the, <laughs> is going to be at the end of the season? Uh, I'll say... 26.5. <laughs> Where's he at at the moment, Jimbo? Oh, that's excellent. Mazaspin is currently on. Looking, looking. 21.5. So he's got... Uh, that's three That's three spins in the next two races. That's... Uh, sure. Possible. I'd say possible. Yeah, we're, we're at a new circuit next time out, so that'll up uh, the odds. I'd take the over. In betting, betting terms. I'm a bit of a betting aficionado. Not sure if you can hear I that. Think, Wait, did I, he, think, I think 26 is, is a bit high for me. He, You'd have to spin five times. He didn't spin this weekend. At all? No. That's but also, what it says here. But also, he sat out two free practice sessions. So. so oh, that's... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's basically like saying I didn't lose to Roger Federer at tennis. You know? No, it's I, nothing I, like what, that. What no, does it that is, mean? Because I've never played Roger Federer at tennis. So what I'm saying is, when you set out two practice, you know what I mean? He set out two, two, two opportunities to go do his thing. So it's like me saying, I've never lost to Roger Federer at tennis. You know what I'm saying? That's because you never played him, pal. That's, uh, that's... <laughs> so, 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 you know what? They, for content, they should force him yes. to drive more than yeah, everyone. Yeah. Um, uh, Nikita, you do have to race in practice three. Uh, but my engine just exploded in practice Great. three. Great. Yeah, but yeah. that's your problem. Oh, no, take, glad take, you said that. We actually have a car set up yeah. here already. Take mixed car. Just, yeah. just for 10 laps. Excellent. <laughs> glad you said that. Hate to hear about your problems, but we were ready for you. <laughs> yeah, but Constructors' Championship now is yeah. ablaze. So it's, uh, it's, it's tight at the top, which is, uh, which is always good. So we've got that five or six point difference between uh, Mercedes and Red Bull. And given the luck that Bottas has had over the last few races, and given his general demeanor, and given the fact that he's exiting the team, yeah, he probably doesn't care too much about the constructors' championship for Mercedes, <laughs> uh, which means uh, I think Red Bull have got a very good chance of taking it because you've got Perez who is fired up, certainly a, a little bit lashed after this last race where he didn't think the team had the best strategy and he lost out uh, he uh, on a podium according to him. So he's going to come out and, and want to prove himself a little bit. And I think, um, you know, certainly at the top of the table for, for, for the winners of the drivers of the Constructors' Championship, we're going to see a cracker battle. And I wouldn't be surprised if, uh, if Red Bull takes that. That's uh, awesome. Because, you know, you know what smart people, like not, not every, not, mm. maybe not any of those drivers have the IQ of any of the Constructors guys. Yeah. If there's one thing extremely smart people have is the biggest egos in the world. Oh, yeah. If people don't think that matters to, to guys to win it, yep. there's a bunch of genii, geniuses, geniuses. Wh- wherever you belong in the world. Uh-huh. They are, as much as, okay, we care about the driver. There's guys sitting with Lewis Hamilton going, mm. Lewis, do this for us. Yeah, C- like, on. what do you need? Come on, please. Next year, we yeah. know it's, everything's changing. Yeah. And then there's guys at Red Bull who are fired up about it. Smart people have massive egos. Yeah. They can try and hide it as much as yeah. possible. That's something to watch. Yeah. And you've got the same battle lower low down in the field. You've got Ferrari and McLaren, who Ferrari have come back massively, and McLaren have got a huge 
fight now to try and retain or to try and regain and hold on to that third position in the championship. I don't see it happening just off the back of, of Ricardo's uh, performances. He's just not, he kind of was looking good towards the middle of the season, looked like he's found his mojo again. Yeah. Uh, they did have an issue with the last, uh, with, uh, with Qatar where they had, uh, some bad data on the fuel. So he basically ran a race where he was fuel saving, where he didn't, apparently didn't have to be. There was something wrong with their calculations or the software or something. Oh so he was running out of the points. Uh, Lando had a bit of bad luck. He was on for, for fourth place. They picked up a puncture that to pit him. The long and short of it is that uh, Ferrari end up scoring more points again than McLaren. So they've got almost a 40 point deficit to Ferrari uh, that they've got to try and cover and hold on to in the next two races. It's going to be really tough. Ferrari's going to need some seriously bad luck for them to lose that third position. And then, of course, Alpine and AlphaTauri, the two teams that have been in the season, set out to do battle against each other. Thanks to Alonso's fantastic podium and a great drive from Ocon as well, it must be said. They are now ahead of Alpha, uh, uh, Alpine's ahead of AlphaTauri by 25 points. Again, AlphaTauri is going to need to put in a mammoth effort, which I don't think they're up to because of the weak link that is Tsunoda, who's sort of coming into his own now eventually yeah. after a full season. But it's going to be very tough. And I think Alpine's going to need some bad luck as well to lose that fifth position. And you know what billionaires love? Because they all, like, you know they, they there's billionaires who don't like each other in mm-hmm. there. Guys, if we beat, and because billionaires will say this, right? If we beat those guys, they don't even care about winning it sometimes. Yeah. It's like, I hate that guy. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. If we beat those guys, every single one of you are getting 100,000 euros in a duffel yeah. bag. That's, Do you want that, that or not? That's the bonus. Yeah. That's yeah. the bonus. And everyone here, like, he'll say it out loud. You know these billionaires yeah. are cowboys. Is, yeah. If you don't think guys care about money as well, can you imagine the bonuses that oh. are on the line for Red Bull and that's the one and the Mercedes I would, guys? I would love to know what kind of bonuses get paid out for championship points, championship positions, wins, pole positions for for the for the team, for the team, for the drivers. Look, look the drivers are one thing. I'm saying, especially now that we know that hey, th- their salaries aren't on the books. You yeah. could you could give each guy a million dollars and they would like, yeah. <laughs> and and you better believe a million dollars on the line because. Mm. Listen, let's also be honest. Yes, they want to win. But a lot of these billionaires, this is not about the money. They mm-hmm. just want to win. They love the thrill of winning a lot of yeah, them. You know, they've absolutely. got enough money. Yeah. Toto doesn't pitch up because it's about uh, the money anymore. He's pitching up. He loves the thrill of getting it right, yeah. winning. You know what I mean? All of these guys, Jean Todd, the great Jean Todd, these guys weren't pitching up for money eventually. I, I, I don't think Jean Todd ranks up there on the money scale, but certainly he's, I think he's, the ego is definitely there. Yeah, I want to win. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I mean, I mean, Toto has got money on the line and ego. I mean, that's the combo. Yeah, that's the win. Yeah. That, that, that's getting the best. Uh, there it is. I mean, Formula One, they've got incredible uh, social media. Uh, what a race we've had in Qatar. And now the countdown is on for the 2022 World Cup. Obviously, shout out to Infantino, who's there for a World Cup that has made French football incredibly interesting. Um, not sure if you've heard, right? But, uh, basically, Qatar owned PSG, right? Right. That guy there is the president of FIFA. The guy <laughs> on the left? The guy on the left, the bald yeah. guy. The guy in the middle is uh, Stefano Domenicali, who at one time was boss of Ferrari. Scottish? Uh, no, Italian. De, I know. De, uh, De Marie? Uh, Domenicali. Cheap. Uh, one time boss of uh, Ferrari F1, one, ti- one time boss of Lamborghini motorcars, uh-huh. and now president of the FIA. He knows nothing about cars, is what you're no, trying no, to tell me. Yeah. He probably thinks... Massively uh, inexperienced. He probably thinks Ferrari's a constellation in the yeah. sky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the guy to his left is I think I know Oh, it looks familiar James I, I'm pretty sure I saw him in the sky once 
Who is that? He does actually look familiar. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Unlike guy, Marcus Aurelius, that the guy, guy to his left, the guy. To, so we, not the guy with the, the guy the, with the F1. The bald toe. guy is Infantino. He's the, right. he's so the president so, of FIFA. So left to right, as we're looking at, it's Infantino, Domenicali, and Jean Todd. Jean Todd. I mean, I was just go. talking about him. Jeez, he's. Hey, I knew you... I, I knew I heard that name somewhere. It yeah. must have been a constellation so, yeah, so or something. Jean Todd is president if I Domenicali is uh, involved with he's running F1. Jean Todd has aged, but winning will do that to you. I think he's always looked that old. <laughs> <laughs> ever, ever, ever since the guy was twenty years old, he's looked like that. It's probably just working like ah. Oh, yeah. It's actually interesting you say that. Sorry, it's super random. But I was speaking to my friends this weekend, and we were speaking about Steve Martin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you ever? Unsee Steve Martin with the really white hair. Like, was he just born that old? That's a good. Yeah, question. he's had white hair for a long time. He has. Yeah, that's a. Unlike the Marcus Aurelius thing, that's actually yeah. that's true that's and a true. good point. Yeah. Like yeah. Paul Rudd doesn't get older either. Paul Rudd, he doesn't age. He's uh, Benjamin Button, basically yeah, yeah. for the new age kids. Um, we are in Saudi Arabia uh, next. Hey, Spike. What's that, that is right. New so, track, eh? New track uh, in Jeddah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. There's one section of the track that runs uh, between a waterway, so you've got water both sides of the, the straightaway, which is going to be really cool to see. Is that going to be... Oh, there's going to be stuff on the ground, surely. The water doesn't just... like. Where's... It's raised above the waterway. So you've got... So you've got Water left and it's not a bridge. It's a road that runs. It's a piece of track that runs through the water. Oh, I see. Yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be an interesting section of of, of track. Um, but wow. yeah, it's it's another unknown. You know, no one's raced there before, so it's there's all the all the who does it suit is down to supposition and, and kind of guesswork. Uh, it's, you know, there's some characteristics that suggest that it'll it'll suit the Mercedes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, given the the damage limitation that Max was managed to manage to pull off at Qatar. Perhaps it's going to be a little bit closer than we think. You know what? They should give us a prize in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, in just you, you get an oil field. Like, if you right. win here, yeah. for the most overtakes, you get a percentage of an oil field. Mm-hmm. If you win, you get one of the like the, one of the nieces and nephews. Sorry, one of your sixteen oil fields is now gone. Yeah, it belongs so it to to Sir Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen. That's it. Yeah. What yeah. do you get for fastest lap? Nothing. Go, go home. Yeah, like okay. that's not good enough. Well, you one get a, lap's not you good get enough. a point. Yeah, we didn't build the Saudi. Yeah. Na- like the whole of Saudi Arabia was built over thousands of years. Mm. Go, go to hell. We don't no, just, just do one lap stuff. I yet. just thought you do actually get something nah. past this lap. Nah, 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 nah. 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 The, the, the king of Saudi Arabia says, "Listen, my dad built this." What about just blood like and a stone. drum of oil? Blood and sand. Else gets like oil. I'll tell you what you get. I'll tell you what you get. Some sand. Take it home with you. That's yeah. what they'd say. Okay. Go to hell. Yeah. One lap. Yeah. We don't care about that care about oil and winning and yeah. they oh it's gonna be like a gold that's gonna be over the top and i'm looking forward to it yeah I, the, the the saudis don't like to be outdone by anybody so they're gonna make it as big as possible spike Ballantyne, you are a legend sir thank you i'd like to leave you with one thought yes uh there's a technical term in 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 racing called vmax which is uh maximum velocity uh max verstappen's website is verstappen.com I have no idea why they didn't register VMAX. Immediately, at birth. Exactly. I mean, Max Verstappen, VMAX, it's just, you know. That, Another great idea we've just given them. We could have made money off it. We're potential billionaires. Between Spike, James, me, we've given Formula One so many ideas. A lot of people are saying that. Stop talking about it and then actually do them and not play the FIA. Take it. That's what, I mean, look at John Todd. I, I, I mean, J-Dog. Look at him. He he's he did good business. I'm yeah. in here. All of the good ideas I have, it's in the Formula One. They're going to pay me a gazillion dollars, mm-hmm. and we're we're out here just giving out stuff for free. And it all started with a constellation in the sky. Yep. And also, just to add a bit more to it, Vmax.nl, which is uh, 
Max Verstappen's home country uh-huh. is available. That doesn't... Wait, we need <laughs> to take that. <laughs> we, we should buy, buy that yeah. domain. No, I'm going to buy that. It's like 500 bucks to buy a domain, isn't it? Also, uh, you we'll do... Find out. Speaking of Max, you do only have, I think, two races left for yeah. your whole thing yeah. that you wanted yeah. to do? All right. So I'm just... You have been warned. And there is a shop in Santon City, so... No, no, no. What about it? Red Bull, huh? Yeah. Let's see. I'm wearing Red Bull colors today, actually. This is... Well, yeah. A little Red Bully. All right, James, good stuff. Uh, listen, Spike, that was awesome. That was a really, really awesome. And just every race should be a night race. How awesome did that look? Uh, I think we'd probably get a little bit tired of it. Yeah, because then we'd always be seeing Marcus Aurelius in the sky. Yeah, we'd be saying, come on, man. Well, let's just do it during the day when it's nice and hot. And, you know. <laughs> Human beings always find a reason yeah, to complain. Yeah, people are never happy. Spike, I have nothing to complain about with you. You're awesome. Thank you, you are truly awesome. We will see you the other side of Saudi Arabia. Absolutely. Spike Ballantyne, great guy. James, great guy. Welcome in the back. Great guy. And it is a great Monday. To you at home, uh, from the bottom of my heart, is I love doing this as a job and to get people invested and the, the messages. Please keep them coming. And I'm, I'm terrible at responding to the DMs, but there are people, more and more people sending me messages about the mental health stuff. And it's something that it's becoming more and more prevalent in my life so it's becoming important to me i'm quite an individualist but it's becoming more and more clear to me that people are struggling out there and the amount of people that have sent me messages to say the show if it's just for two hours makes them laugh and and it makes two hours better so please keep sending those messages and please keep sending uh, all of those suggestions and everything because it is important to me and my name is on the show. I take full responsibility for everything that happens here. So I'm ecstatic for those messages. And I had some really cool ones on the weekend. So for those who take the time to tune in, uh, thank you very much. But for those that, um, if only it's for two hours, uh, I mean, I know we don't so- solve the world problems. There's real problems out there. But if these two hours uh, make your day better, that is an awesome thing. That's why we do this. So uh, from myself, the boys, and everybody at the MKT Show, for now, we are the hell. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app at cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com